Connor, it's the biggest episode we've ever fucking done. It is huge. I it's don't enormous. believe it. We are here. I don't We're believe here. it either. Crazy. Me Absolutely either. crazy. I've been looking forward to this day for so long. Honestly, to rewatch this episode, these episodes, should I say, mm-hmm. was like uh, probably the most episode I was most interested to rewatch just because of how massive it is. And it is massive. It's huge, ain't Huge. It's big. It's fucking big. It's massive. I was watching um, Confidential for it, and one of the producers was like, yeah, so like I read the script for Voyage of the Damned, and it was pretty big. And I was like, well, that's that's the biggest one we'll ever do. And then Russell <laughs> handed me the script for 412 and 413, and I was like, fuck me. <laughs> I didn't say those exact words, but honestly, Legit. like that's I crazy. I feel that. I feel like... Um, and it's funny, because we spoke previously about Midnight and Turn Left and how they're obviously low budget so they could afford this and how good those episodes were and you know it really this watching watching these two and the last two midnight and turn left it's just been such a blast and i know you love the library so you were lucky enough to have enjoyment every week pretty much but mm-hmm. ah and my my new fave thing and it sounds sad but i, I think you can relate because especially in season one i know you were doing this quite a lot um having beers and watching it Yes. is it it yes. makes the emotions hit so much harder yeah <laughs> um, no. and i think that's why turn left fucked me up so much because i just i like i i had the same thing with part one of this i, I did watch the second part sober so i don't know if it hit me the same way it would have if i was beard up and uh, like i was just saying to you before we were recording connor mm-hmm. i was watching the film the lovely film yesterday danny boyle film danny I, boyle I yeah it. it's not perfect but i love it um, oh, and, and it made me fucking tear up because I was bevved watching it. It's how you have to do it. Literally, I'm I'm going to watch uh, Next Doctor after this, which is not very emotional at all. So I'll probably just, if mm. anything, fall asleep. <laughs> I've already watched it. Have I've you? already seen it. Shit, you're, you're, yeah, you're doing a meet. You just, we've replaced roles. In season one, I was like bevving. I watched episodes and watching ahead. Now look at you. <laughs> if anything, I'm behind. I love it. That's just great. just to get you ready though, Dreamworld, which we're doing in like two weeks, Dreamland, whatever it is, is like six parts. So just in is terms it? of your watching schedule, it might be worth you just getting a little bit is ahead it really? for it. It's like six 30-minute parts or something like that. I do not remember it being that. That's insane. Are you serious? I think it is. I'll have a look for you. I'll do my research. That's what I'm here for, folks. I do. I remember watching it eons ago. Like literally, I'm talking over ten years, maybe even fifteen years ago. I watched it. That's if it came out fifteen years ago. Probably not. But <laughs> literally, I remember watching it like years and years. November two thousand and nine. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I always remember it being an hour, but maybe so I'm just maybe I'm just tripping. I don't know. Let's see. It's gonna be fun to rewatch it. Either it, way. it That's it a joke, is, by the way. Uh, uh, why can't I find this? We just love the professionalism throughout the fifty uh, percent Doctor Who podcast, baby. It's really professional. Oh fuck! Okay, never mind. I'm so wrong. Is I'm so you're so right. I'm I'm entirely wrong. It's one twelve minute episode and five sixteen minute episodes, but I think um, I think it's quite often just shown as a forty two minute total. Yeah, episode, I think on so. Stan it is, which is how I watched oh, the trip. I was excited. I, I was am- excited for like a dumb dumb three hours of doctor who i wouldn't get excited it's not the word that i would use <laughs> have you actually haven't watched it you haven't watched it i think i watched part one and was like fuck what is this there's also that other one with martha in it there's something quest infinite quest yeah i, I thought we we're gonna we were gonna review it but we forgot and now we're like fuck it 
Well, I, d- I don't have it anywhere, I, and it, and it's not it's not on stand. True, like, I don't not. have Dreamland, but Dreamland is on is on stand for us to watch. So that's yeah. all right. I'm excited at least. Uh, um, what's the more Doctor Who? At least David's in it. Good. He literally voices himself in it as a cartoon. It's pretty hilarious. He's such a good bloke. But tonight, if you couldn't tell, or this morning, if you're listening to this as soon as it comes out, or this afternoon. which in the UK could be of a night time because it's morning in Australia, night in the UK. I'm, I'm rambling. Um, we are talking about the big finale, the biggest Boom. of them all, of all Boom. 12 series, of all bloody yeah. like 30 something series of the show. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest finale of, of it. It just I is. agree. doesn't get agree. bigger than this. Yeah. No, it does not. Like, in terms of scope, sure, we have things like Pandora opens pretty large in scope and things like that. But in terms of, like, how much it brings everything together, it's just there's no argument that it is the definitive, the biggest finale. Correct. Correct. It's It really is something to... Um, almost would explain the first episode as an event. Like, it's just an event. Like It is. Watching it, again, was such an enjoyable experience. It was so fucking cool. And I could only think about, which we didn't do, which is fair enough, but I could only just think about if we actually watched it in chronological order, which Dan's doing. He's re-watching the show, and he's never watched Torture or Sarah Jane, so he's going to watch it all in chronological order. I couldn't imagine how you would feel adding those two shows onto it as well. I would. It would just be... But obviously, you know, we've we've watched them in the past. Tortured and Sarah Jane and all that. Sarah Jane to an extent for me up mm. to season three. And uh, it, <laughs> I there were so many times throughout the episode where I get this with TV. Um, I don't tear up, but I get butterflies in my stomach and my eyes just start to water a bit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, and I just can't stop smiling. And I was like, this is so fucking cool. It was like my childhood dream to see this all come together. When I'm... <sighs> um- when I'm Bev, then I'm watching it. Um, I mean, Bevved. I'd smile watching it normally and be like, yeah. Bev, But the, the go-to thing when I'm Bev and watching it and there's like just cool shit happening, I just sort of mutter to myself and I go, fuck yeah. And I, that, <laughs> I just say that to myself. It's Aiden's the most mom's weirdest, got her ear to the door going, what's going on in there? <laughs> <laughs> I love Shall it. So I go into the intro, Connor. Let's do it. The last time this season, baby. Get ready. Wow! 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 percent. Pop, 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 cat, cat, cat. We say last time this season, but I figured out just in, in terms of like making it look nice oh on no. the Spotify thing. Oh I'm gonna no. Do, I'm going to do 414 as the next Doctor, 415 Planet of the <gasps> Dead. I, I just... You're one of those people, are to. you? It's so weird. Like, I, 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 I think it's so divisive of what it is because like... The streaming servers I'm watching it on, it's listed as season four. So mm. it's not the specials. It's so like people have their opinions on if it is the specials or if it's season four. I look, I get where you're coming from. I'll allow it. Mm. I'll allow it. I, I, I do think it is the just eyes. the specials. I, I agree. It is its own thing. I'm just doing it. So it looks neat and tidy on the, on the Spotify thing. Don't take it too seriously. But plus, um, it's just revolution. Anchor, I list them. So on on certain places you listen to podcasts, um, it has what season of the podcast you're listening to. So I list each episode as season four, episode one, episode two, episode three, yeah, and I'm like, enough. if we made the specials its own season, it would technically be season five, and then we would be a season behind for every season after that. So I just 
Yeah, okay. I get it. And I guarantee you, a, a new fan of the show who started it recently would never in a billion years even know what the specials are. They would never know it was mm. its own thing and it was it was confirmed as David's last five. Uh, yeah. They wouldn't know. They'll be like, you know, <laughs> wow, how bold was the Stolen Earth and Journey's End? An I know. epic two-parter in the middle of the season? Wow. Insane. Literally. And they're like, all these hour episodes afterwards, I think end of time's hour 20. It's... <laughs> We got some wild Crazy. episodes coming up, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued to see. It's an exciting time to be part of the show, and I'm, I'm so fucking proud to be a part of it. We've done so well. It's all Aiden's. It's all Aiden doing it, by the way. He's, he's, he's the one it, who no. edits and. <laughs> no, come on, man! You're the one who edits every time. You put it up on Anchor and everywhere. He, he's done it all. So I just show up and drink beers and ch- chat shit like Doctor Who. <laughs> I just recap. You're the very good folks. company. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um. Anyways, so as always, for a two-parter, I will read the synopsis of the first part of the episode to get us in the groove with what's happening. Are we ready? Oh yeah, Aiden. Born ready. Are we ready? Well then, Connor. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. Oh my god, I love this song. The Stolen Earth is the 12th episode of the 4th series and the 750th overall episode of the British science fiction television series Doctor Who. It was first broadcast on BBC One on the 28th of June 2008. The episode was written by showrunner and head writer Russell T Davis and is the first of a two-part crossover story which spin-offs Torchwood and the Sarah Jane Adventures. This concluding ep- the concluding episode is Journey's End, the finale of the 4th series broadcast on the 5th of July. The finale's narrative begins brings closure to several prominent story acts created during Davies' tenure as showrunner. In the episode, contemporary Earth and 26 other planets are stolen by the Daleks, aided by the megalomagogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogogog
I love it. I did watch a, a second of it. I watched about five minutes of the confidential at work. For some reason, it came up my my recommended. And I was like, sure, the government is spying on me because I didn't look up any <laughs> clips about Stolen Earth or Journey's End. And then I get recommended the confidential for both of them. And I was like, all right, the government's definitely spying on my ass because I did watch a bit of it and it was really cool. It was really cool indeed. Mm. Are you ready? Connor, for the last time <laughs> on a normal RTD episode, I don't even want to say normal episode, but for a uh, normal series episode of RTD, oof. take us through the episode, my man. I hope I can do this. I, I'm ready, I think. <laughs> God. There's a lot going on. There's, There's a, a lot, lot going on. on. I hope I don't forget so any of this. But, three, two, one, boom! We jump in straight after, turn left. And the Doctor is now on Earth, and they're all confused because Donna and the Doctor are like, what's going on? It's not the end of the universe. What's up? And he asks the milkman what day it is, and it's Saturday, and you know what, Aiden? The Doctor loves Saturdays. He loves Saturdays. Jumps back into the TARDIS. He's like, cool, whatever. Nothing's happening. What's up? Suddenly, uh uh-oh, Aiden, there's an earthquake. What? In London? There's not earthquakes in London. What's going on? It's the fucking Daleks, mate, and they've taken the planets. Them, Them boys. It wasn't dark, and now suddenly it is. The milkman looks up at the sky. We get to see all these planets, and of course, our bay, our bay, Rose Tyler, is back. And believe me, mate, it's only just beginning, as she says. And boy, <laughs> is it! And then it's just it. That's just such an epic start, you know. So cool. It's fucking. Oof. Uh, oof. one thing I will say, which is a bit funny, there's like this random tile that falls off a roof, and as a man yeah. who's on roofs quite a bit. And has to deal with tiles. Tiles are the most difficult thing to get out of a roof. Like if they're all like, if you just go up to a, a roof and you try and get one tile out to get all the rest out, they're the most impossible mm. things to get out and get back in. So even with an earthquake, I don't know if a single tile would fall. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I've just been putting some back badly, but still, it took me about the episode because it made me laugh. But of course, we get the title sequence, Aiden, and it's the most epic thing ever, man. We got. We got Elizabeth Sladen, we got John Barrowman, we got Billy Piper, Freeman Agerman, Catherine Tate, David Tennant. I think we've just gotta we've just gotta relive it, Connor, I think. It's just it's that fucking impressive. Oh Take wait, that's away. the wrong song. Hold on. We nearly got there. Now we need to relive it. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. I just love it. Wow. Look at this. It's like a, it's a HD TARDIS flanker with Time Vortex. You can just picture it. I can see it. Wow. I can see Ooh. it. Oh, David Tennant, right Billy Piper, Elizabeth Sladen, John Barrowman, uh, Prima Argumen, and, and uh, I've missed Billy someone. Billy Piper. Uh, Catherine Tate. Fuck. Did you say <laughs> Billy Piper? My bad. She's back also. Enough of that. That's <laughs> I great. It. I love it. This is like the musical episode of our show. This is the, uh, this, what's it called? The Symphony's Symptoria. The sim- sim- it's the episode fa- where we get copyrighted. That's what it this is. It is. Murray's on our ass. <laughs> Murray, literally, Murray does not like using his songs in your videos. Believe me, I've tried. He gets copyrighted what, every what he time. he does like doing. He loves spitting fire the whole he way does. through this fucking episode. Oh Bruh. my God, he's amazing. Literally, man, he kills it. Davros's theme? Oof. Oof. Uh, so spooky. We'll get there, obviously. Um, all right, so... <laughs> Well, go on, Connor. Okay, here we are, and this is okay. This is when, like, this is where the fun begins, Aiden. All right, we start, of course, mm. with Torchwood. We get to see Jack on the floor because there's been a bit of an earthquake all over the Earth. And by the way, mm-hmm. I love, 
I love these subtle references to what's been happening in Torchwood because the first thing that Jack says is, is it the Rift? Which I love, by the way. I love how the Rift gets mentioned. Obviously, there's there's brief little things here and there. Obviously, we get a, a mention to, um, you know, Clyde and, and all that shit. And I just, I seeing those little references is so cool. Um, we're going to see Yanto. Mm. We're going to see Gwen. Of course, the Torchwood Hub. Jack runs outside to go look at the sky. And we don't get to see it, but he's like, oh shit, what the fuck is that? And then we go to 13 Bamman Road. We're going to see, of course, Elizabeth, Sl- Elizabeth Sladen, our girl. So good. Sarah Jane Smith with <sighs> Luke. Uh, Mr. Smith goes, says, go check outside. Once again, there's all this suspense building. What's going on? She looks up in the sky and goes, that's impossible. Then we get to go to New York where we get to see uh, a good a good girl, Freema. Of course, Martha, who's Oof. now working for UNIT, working on uh, Project Indigo, I believe it's called, which is, as we find Question. out later, which is really cool, scrapped uh, materials from the Sontarans. Question, question for for Freema. Mm-hmm. Did you did you notice? Because I didn't notice, but I was planning on looking, but I didn't I didn't look. Uh, do you know if she had a wedding ring on? Because I'm curious. I want to ah, know the Martha Jones law. Right, because of Tom Milligan. Well, mm. she left to New York, and I doubt he came with her. And then the next time we see her, she's like dating Mickey. And I did. Yeah. I did notice that at the end of the episode, at the end of the next episode, um, Stolen, uh, sorry, Journey's End, they do walk off together, which is a cool little nod. They do. I don't think so. Um, the only thing I could think about is how Martha's in Manhattan again, and then the Daleks take it again. Because <laughs> they literally were there in season three with the Daleks, and now she's back in, in New York, in I assume Manhattan, oh, and the Daleks man. take it again. So I could think of that. Imagine if she referenced it. Like, she saw the Daleks coming and she just goes, not oh, again. Not again. <laughs> I, you know, it's the first time I've actually recognized, like, noticed that um, that's actually the case, that she's obviously already seen the Daleks. The things that happen when you rewatch the show, folks, and watch it in order. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, they always say, look at the sky. We go back to Rose on Earth. And she's looking up. And we get to see all the planets. And as um, this guy on TV says, and it's actually it's such a good way of... And Edgar Wright does this a lot where, like, they smartly use the TV news to give you exposition, not in a boring way. Edgar mm-hmm. does it a lot. He does it in um, in Shaun of the Dead really well, where he skips over the channels and they all just say one word and it spells out what's happening. And uh, it happens here because uh, Yanto's in the hub, tortured hub, and he's going for all the... <laughs> and it's so funny. I love that he's, like, watching a TV show host saying, like, what was he drinking last night? And Yanto just starts laughing. It's a... You're just like, you just fucking love these characters so much. And you just and can't Jack help turns, He's like, time and a place, Yanto. Time and a place. I love it. It's so good. And, and uh, then we go back to the TARDIS. And it's it's so... Look, there's a lot to fit in. I think Russell did great with Payson. And uh, mm. we're back to, the, back to the TARDIS. Doctor's like, okay, I'm going to go look outside again. Because obviously they felt the shift of, of the TARDIS moving. Because obviously Earth's moved, but they're still in the same place. Which is so cool, by the way. It was... It was a thing that I kind of struggled to get as a kid because I was a bit, I wasn't the smartest, uh, the sharpest tool in the, in the shed as a kid, but I was like, I didn't get it. But like, <laughs> now obviously watching it as an adult, I get it. So the TARDIS is in the same place, but the Earth is gone and we later find out it's uh, one second out of place in the Medusa's Cascade, which is really sick. Um, and then uh, we get to, so we heard about the Shadow Proclamation Aiden in, of course, mm. uh, Smith and Jones, where we lost all the Jadoon. And now we finally get to see what it actually is. The Space Police. The Jadoon. The Space Police. Like, I'll be honest, I don't 100% get this this side of the Doctor Who lore. Because like, like we were talking about in Smith and Jones, um, the, the Jadoon are like police for hire. 
Yes. But it sounds like the Shadow Proclamation are like proper like the yeah. the law people. Right. Mm. So it sounds to me like the Shadow Proclamation hire the Jadoon, maybe I don't know. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Um yeah. I don't think it's actually properly explained. I don't know. If someone knows, please let us know. Tweet at us, I'd love to know. Yeah, the Jadoon lore is kind of weird. Um and the Shadow Proclamation Rami shows up again in season nine episode one the magician's apprentice and the this actress who's in this episode yeah she comes back again it's like what the fuck like the shadow proclamation never really get mentioned at all i think so what one of the characters mentions the shadow proclamation i think rose does it in like season one i might be wrong but we finally get to mm. see it uh back on earth everything's going haywire and they get a message because they get to see the they think it's uh, like something like asteroids or something heading towards the Earth, but of course it is a fleet of Daleks. And uh, the message gets sent, which is of course exterminate. The It's so... In my opinion, this is the last time the Daleks have ever been this threatening. I kind of think Asylum, Definitely. but no way near like this. Like just the, the look on Elizabeth Sladen's face... And the way she hugs Luke and says, like, he's so... You're too young. Like, I can't believe this is going to happen. Like, it's... Same it's with so Jack. great. Yeah, and then, of course, with Jack. That's... Weirdly great. enough... Um, I was... Like I said, I was a bit bevved when I watched part one of this. Um, and that... I I didn't cry, but my eyes welled. Just yeah. Just in, in that... From that like that thing I was telling you about where you get those butterflies in your stomach and you're like, bro, like... Mm-hmm. Just... This is a big I, deal. And of course, we let you go see, and I love this, and obviously you'd be more of a fan of this than me, but another great scene with Elizabeth Sladen is when, of course, she knows Davros, like, which we let her go. Yes, that's see, great. Which is sick. So obviously she has that history. Uh, Jack knows him. And I love, it's so cool how like Gwen's like, do you know them, Jack? And I'm like, this is, this is sick. Like, it's just like, they've all had mm. interactions with the Daleks. We get taken to the ship where the Daleks are on. We get to see this, uh, the Supreme Dalek. Uh, of course, our boy Dalek Khan is back. And Davo is back, baby. <laughs> All I could think with Khan was when you did your impression. I think it was in the um, in the in the Dalek two-parter. I'll 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 cut it in here. I love how when you see him next, Davos is like he used the temporal shift, but he lost his mind, and it like takes him to the time war and shit. <laughs> yeah, he got, yeah. Dalek cut but Khan, he lost right? His- yeah, he's Khan like, but he lost his mind. fucked up after this episode. Yeah, he's like laughing and shit. Yeah, he's like completely exploded. He's like, yeah. And one of you will still die. He's like chatting shit when the whole shit's burning. One of you will still die. I'm like, fucking shut up. That impression, I we lost we lost our shit laughing at it for fucking ages. I remember. And that's all I could think of when, whenever Calm was on screen in this episode. What? Because he's like the laugh he does. Yeah, is that the one? Is it that something? Just like he's a fucking crazy guy in this uh, episode. Yeah, I love I love how the Supreme Daleks like the abomination is insane, and Tower's like show some respect, <laughs> mate. He's the reason we're all here, dude. I've I've seen all these sets, and you you would have as well because we went to the um. All these sets, sorry, all these like all these robotics, because we went to the Dot Two experience in Cardiff at different times. I went like a couple of weeks before it was closing, and I got to see the uh, the Dalek Khan set up and the Supreme Dalek and the Davros set up. It was it was so cool, and it the, look 
Dalek kind of like, there's some dumb dialogue where he keeps saying like one of them is going to die and it's obviously just put <laughs> in there to make you feel like something's going to happen and it never does. The idea of someone yeah. dying, it's just, it's just Donna losing her memory. It's kind of fucking stupid and it's such a yeah. dumb line. Like literally, I remember when I watched this with my sister, she was like, like he keeps saying that, who's going to die? And I'd already seen it and I was like, look, it's just shit in there to make you feel disappointed later on when you find out no one's actually going to die and Russell does it a mm. little bit, but... I can let it slide, but it's great to see Daryl's back. What's his name? Something Bleach? Is it Bleach something? What's the, what was that? The actor's name who plays Davros, isn't it? Bleach something? Oh, um... It's the same actor played in the classics. Yeah, Julian Bleach. No, I, I'm pretty sure he's only he only did it in New Who. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Sorry. Pretty sure he just did it in the two New Who stories. I'm um, such a fake fan, guys, but he's great. You are such a fake fan i'll let you out um he yeah 2008 and 2015 he's played Davros. my Um, bad also he's in uh the sarah jane adventures where he plays the nightmare man i don't i don't think you've seen that Um, okay oh and he's also in an episode i think i really like this episode of torchwood um called from out of the from out of the rain is that the circus episode yeah with the theater i think and the i think yeah 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 yeah, fair Tenth enough. Tenth episode of the second series, yeah. Wow, that, he does, that, he does I, really I think about that good. one a lot. I mean, you're, I mean, you're a fan of Davros more than me, obviously, because you've watched the episodes. Like, how do you feel it holds up? Good. Um, I'm not, um, I'm not a massive Davros stan. Um, oh, really? I, I like that I knew who he's only been in it twice. Um, it, it's a yeah. thing where if he was to be brought in every time, then I, I wouldn't like it. Um, you thought he was going to be back but in But there the is evolution. like an element... I, I think the two times sorry. he's been used in New Who... I don't hear what you said. I'm just going to imagine it was a roast. Uh, yeah. I think the two times he's been used in New Who have been great. And I, I couldn't imagine really what they would do with him next that wouldn't just make him a, a stereotypical villain. You know, like, this is obviously the big comeback for him. Um, and you kind of get away with it maybe just being a stereotypical Davros story. Um, but it does explain a bit of, like, the Time War stuff with the Daleks. And it is just great to see him back and how that fucks up um, David. Um, and then I love that in Pete's story with him, it's just like one of the episodes is just a conversation between Pete and Davros. Mm-hmm. And I, I really love that too. Old nemesis is, um, just like, is nemesis is, is ne- nemesis, two old nemesis. I don't know. Nemesi. I don't know. Um, just Can like hanging out and chatting shit. And I think that that's a great concept. Um, I just don't know what else they could do with him if they brought him back, you know? Yeah. You know, I was thinking like. At the end of this episode, and they do it so much in Doctor Who. It's like in comic book movies, no one's really dead. There's mm. no last Dalek. <laughs> there's no the death of a character. Like, yeah, Davros literally. This episode, the next episode ends, and he's like on fire, pretty much. And it's like, okay, he just survived, and here he is, and no one questions yeah. how he lived or what he's been doing <laughs> for all these years. But yeah, <laughs> it's what it is. I kind of, I kind of love that about the show. It in terms of like within an era. Like, within, like, the Russell T. Davis era, I'd like that stuff to be explained. But, like, if you're going from, like, the Russell era to the late Moffa era, um, like, I don't really give a fuck anymore. I'm just like, yeah, cool, Davros is back. I don't I don't really need a reason. I yeah, the show almost Maybe reboots itself, you know? Like, it's like... Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Like, you know. I don't know. Like, I, I think it's just like... Yeah. There's a lot of great characters out there. And a lot of the time, killing them off might be a just death for them. Um, because sometimes maybe you can't justify 
where they would go. You know, like if Davros didn't die, then maybe the Doctor would. Why wouldn't he spend the next four seasons looking for Davros? You know, so maybe, yeah. maybe killing them off was the right move. But at the same time, with that, you corner yourself in to not being able to bring them back. And I like that Doctor Who just kind of is like, fuck that. Like, if that's the way that uh, that story should end, then yeah, let's do it. And if we need to bring him back, we can explain it. But also, if we don't, this is 10 years later, we can get away with it. Literally, and they do later on say, like, I saw your sh- ship crash into, like, at the Nightmare Child or some shit like that. And he's like, I try to save you. The Jaws of the Nightmare Child. So, is that mm. in a previous episode? No, Nightmare Child is like a, a time time war thing. Um, maybe okay. it was a Big Finish uh, after. Maybe Big Finish made a fucking Nightmare Child. It sounded child. cool. I, I've always thought it would be cool. As a kid, I was like... <gasps> and I had like a, a series plot that was like cringy as fuck. <laughs> Hashtag um, Aiden for show, Ronna, baby. <laughs> I'll use all my childhood ideas. Yeah. Aiden's just giving them out to everyone on the podcast. So anyone can use them. I am. Fuck. Not copyright them yeah. at all. <laughs> you know, there's been so many things in, in Doctor Who where... I thought of them and thought they were really cool uh, indie ideas. And the next thing I know, they happen in the fucking show. Not it Omega yet. So mad. All the Rani. What was that? No Omega or the Rani yet, so. No, I don't really give a fuck about I've never seen the Rani actually in an episode, so I don't know. But It's the um, most, anytime it's like the Rani's back. Every time. Like, yeah, anytime there's season. a female character that yeah, the audience doesn't know who they are. Yeah, it must be the Rani. Rani. <laughs> it must be the Rani. That's who it is. I love it. Um, anyways so, where are we yes yeah, so we're uh, the doctor lands at the shadow proclamation mahol mahol <laughs> I remember I watched this YouTube oh, video John, when I was a oh, kid oh, and oh, it was no, like oh, oh. literally it was like that that scene and the YouTube video was like David Tennant says the F word or like the doctor says the F word and it was just that scene <laughs> and someone was like he says the F bomb in there I was like fuck off I literally got clipped it's so hard <laughs> they go to the shadow proclamation and um they check out the planets and i love how um it's like plants have been taken out of like history as well so fucking cool it's such a great idea it's so smart and i love how awesome. they bring up the map and the map automatically moves because all the planets have shifted and mm-hmm. um as martha later on in the next episode points out there's a reason why these plants are all here and it's it's because they the Daleks need all of them and um I'm proud of my girl Martha for figuring that out. Even the doctor didn't think about that. And mm. uh, we get to see Donna. She's like, she just. I love how she like. She's like, well, my whole planet's gone. My parents, well, like my 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 granddad and my mum could be dead. The one on Earth I know could be dead. And um, she's kind of out of it. And oh, I don't look. Do you know why she gets told there's something on her back in this episode? That I don't get. The rest no. of the scene's really cool. What's that about? I guess it's just like a, a repercussion of it. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. That's a bit odd, but like I love how she's like, you know, my whole planet's gone, and then the doctor's like, Donna, you're on Earth. Like anything, she's like, now the bees will disappear, and I guess, and he's like, whatever. It's such stupid information. Oh wait, no, it's not, because the bees are aliens, Aiden, and they were all heading home. Did you know the Whoa. bees were aliens, mate? Did Never. you? The only bees that I knew was the Vesper form. Oh, be careful with that, Aiden. Be careful. Buzz off, Connor. Buzz off. Where's Buzz? I miss Buzz. Buzz the fly. Where is the third member of this new podcast? I I've been stunned by a bee once, and it's not fun. So I'm glad they're going off to their home planet. Um, this <laughs> stupid lines like that, which I just love. Doctor Who for the bees are bloody mm. from a different planet. Hilarious. <laughs> and um, 
they figure it out and the doctor's like oh i need to go to the medusa cascade baby where he went when he was mm-hmm. just a child of 90 years old but before Crazy. that he goes to run off and they're like look you'll you'll lead us into war and he's like cool i was gonna give you the key of the tardis and he fucks off i remember i remember watching this episode when i was like young for the first time and i was like i was so scared the doctor was being serious and he was like actually gonna stay the show proclamation something about it just made me feel quick queasy and i was like i don't i don't want him to stay here and then when he went to fly away i was like that's my boy go dog it's so good when he's like i'll 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 just go get the key then the the, the key <laughs> and he just like he's like ah see you mate <laughs> yeah the next shot that. he's just like sprinting through the tardis the score picks up and he just let's <laughs> go <it's> so, good. <laughs> so back on earth everyone's getting yeeted by daleks like they're they're attacking military bases we get to see uh the valiant gets yeeted by daleks as you said a few like a few episodes ago back when we were reviewing the mm-hmm. season three final it made me laugh so much you're like i'm like doesn't the valiant show up in the season four final you're like yeah it gets yeeted by daleks and i was like i'm gonna use that again use that exact <laughs> line again when you, it, it does yeeted. get absolutely yeeted <laughs> so is that the end of the valiant is it just fucking destroyed yeah i guess it just got blown up it got yeeted by daleks connor what, what you never to say Literally, I guess YouTube means completely and utterly destroyed. <laughs> to be fair, this episode is just everyone getting yeeted. Like that, there's it's so just many of them. Absolute yeet. There's so many of them. They're just flying everywhere. They're all attacking bases, and uh, Martha's next mm. on the list. And uh, what you got to remember at this point as well, because I'm sure, um, uh, look, fans of Torchwood who haven't watched it don't know this, but Martha actually showed up in season two of Torchwood, so Yanto and mm. Gwen know her personally. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched the show, you wouldn't know that. There's a, there's only like there, there's there's only like one scene where Gwen's like, "What happened to Martha?" But even if like you weren't a fan of the show, you could be like, maybe she was just checking up on Jack and used her name. Like you didn't, you never really knew they knew each other. But um, yeah. and of course we get a quick shout out at the end of the episode to uh, Owen and Tosh, which I loved by the way, as a as a big fan of Torchwood, which was sick. I just wish they were mm-hmm. in this episode. That's the only thing I can say about the whole Torchwood stuff, but you know still um but yeah uh martha gets escorted out because she's the only person who can find the doctor she gets given the osterhagen key which we later find out in the next episode destroys the earth which again is what the daleks need bruh and she uses the um project indigo which again i love how it's like it's just it's scrapped um materials from the sontarans which they use to teleport back and up to the ship I love that shit. I love how they mentioned previous episodes yeah. like that. It's great. Hey, I'm a big fan of that as well. Um, and then we sort of, oh, we get to see our old mate. Um, oh, what's her name? Martha's I don't mother. Know her name? Huh? Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Me and Mrs. Jones. Damn, I can sing. I love it. Yep. You heard it here first, baby. That is really um, cool. Yes, yeah, so that that's really cool. It's like because we're an eight. Yeah. I'd, Adoa and Andoa? I don't know. She plays Francine Jones. Um, That's she's back, it. which is very lovely to see. Yeah, it's really cool. It, it takes her home and she actually isn't disintegrated into atoms like Jack fought. But it's such an mm. intense scene, by the way, where like she's about to teleport and she's like, bye, Jack. And, and he's like yelling at her down the phone, don't you do it. And that I love how that journal was like, you take uh, you take orders from unit, not from Torchwood. And I'm like, that's so yeah. fucking sick. I love this. Like, it's so well-directed. This like, it goes from like, like, it, it sounds bad me saying this, but it goes from like seven shots in a few seconds, but it's so cool. It's like dun, 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 dun. And yeah. she just like teleports. I'm like, ah, 
Like it's, it's so good. And so then cool. and then Jack's reaction to that when he's like Martha's down and Martha's he's like down. he's like kind of breaking down. Oh, it's I love good. that. And like Yanto's reaction and stuff, and it's like Ooh. yeah, the old the old hand on face. Yeah, I love that. It's so. I just did nothing like this happened again, and it just it upsets me. I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> it's just so cool. And, In order um, for these kind of things to happen again, Connor, we need to have characters that we care about coming back again. And that's my point. This is such yeah. a great episode to show you how Russell... Like, even... Look, Stephen got kind of close, but... In, like, say, a good man goes to war, but that's not even close to the emotion you feel from these characters, which, you know... Like, I think... Bruh. You know how um, Time of the Doctor was meant to be, like... Like, they, they still kind of thought he would have, like, a season to wrap up these things. I feel like Time of the Doctor... Um, or whatever the final episode would have been for for Smith had he done a full series, um, could possibly have ended in, in a similar fashion. Um, because I think there is like a great opportunity for that with the Paternoster gang. Um, and just there is some pretty decent characters in there with uh, obviously River. Um, and Jack was meant I to show up in Guzman Ghost War as well. Mm, yeah. So it would have been like a... I think that would have been a, a cool chance that that could have happened and that would have been a great time for it. I still think the Day of the Doctor is main, mainly the only other time we get somewhere close to yeah. that. Um, uh, yeah. But it, it's still not the same, you know. Well, maybe we're getting it yeeted in the 60th special. Just, just I can't... I To think of all maybe. those Doctors together is just going to make me, like, want to do a backflip. <laughs> I'm going to... Just to see Daddy Pete back for a few more scenes. Like, come Ooh. on. Pete with David with Matt like it's gonna be so cool like with Pete's think, love to Jody but I'm like come on I think Pete and Matt would be a hilarious combo legit I can't wait it's gonna be so cool I mean that's if it that even happens so watch it watch it not happen <laughs> I know I feel like Pete would do it though I don't know now nah, Pete would I feel like they all would the only thing that the only thing that happens is actors get older obviously and they're playing themselves from that particular timeline like technically david's playing his character from 2000 and yeah. what have you you know so eventually I think it's gonna get unrealistic i saw a thing where david was like he thinks he would do the 60th um and then that would sort of maybe be it for him just because he knows he yeah. wouldn't look it after that it will just start yeah it would literally it will start not making sense because the people grow older and no disrespect i'm not trying to be ageist like obviously you know you get wrinkles and you get a bit older like you know hmm. I agree. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I reckon if they just do the 60th and I just, I literally pray to God every night that Chibnall doesn't write it, but bring in someone who can write and then I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Please for the love of God. Oh, I don't know. And <clears throat> the thing is as well, like you want the, the 60th to be colorful. Um, and I, I just, I love how colorful the show is. Um, you know, maybe not bring these in episodes in particular, but I love that in the Moffat era, it's so colourful. Um, and yeah. then uh, they did do with Revolution of the Daleks, even down to the title sequence, they've recolored the title sequence and it's more colourful. Um, and so right. and that whole episode, I thought, did look really nice, Revolution did. So I'm hoping they maybe keep that really colourful aesthetic going forward because it just looks so murky. Like when Jack comes back in Fugitive, which Fugitive, I think, is one of the better looking episodes of, of that series. Mm-hmm. Um I think even when he teleports in, it just looks like murky and brown. And I'm like, 
I want color, excitement. You know, this is Doctor Who. It's a magical, magical world. I want that yeah. shit. Yeah, so I agree. I, I just couldn't imagine the 60th being like all these fun, colorful characters, but they're in like this murky serial drama world. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, man. two things though, like, you know, I don't see him leaving just for the fact that it's in like, what, two years? 60th? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't see him leaving. Also, how fucking old are we getting? We literally sat and stayed up to watch the 50th, man. Like, come on, we're getting so old. I'm I'm excited to to do something like that again, though, because we don't do... There's never... There's not moments like that anymore. Like, nah. there was Star Wars coming back was the last big one in 2015. Yeah. Um, but other than that, there will never be any of that again. It'll just be like every decade we'll get a new Doctor Who fucking special. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. that'll be that moment. There'll never be Star Wars coming back again because it's happened no. and it's it's kind of fucked up now and it'll yeah. never have that magic. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah. It's sad. My child is older, <laughs> folks. All I can the, all the, I the do... The only other thing is if like um, they, they put the show to rest for a little bit and then like a decade yeah. later... Edgar Wright is like, I'm a, I'm oh, a do Doctor Who, boys. Don't um, you send me right now, Aiden. Oh, something like that. that. Would, honestly, for me, the one thing I can think of, because I'm such a huge fan of the show, and it'll be the last thing they'll ever do for, I don't want to say universe, but the last season of Bellical Soul is close for me, just because it's the last thing they're ever going to do for that series. And I'm so interested yeah. to see how they tie it into Breaking Bad and... For me, that's one of the only things I'm like, shit, I'm actually really... Because that's my favorite show of all time, like Breaking Bad. Uh, obviously, Doctor yeah. Who is my favorite, but if I'm talking in like a... Quality. Like a filmmaking stamp... Yeah, quality standpoint, Breaking Bad is always yeah. my favorite. So, as a huge fan of both of those shows, I'm really excited to see that. But to be fair, by the time that season comes out, it probably will be the same year that the 60th comes out. So, <laughs> I'm happy to wait. I, I agree. I'm also do. really excited. Um, yeah i definitely really uh i don't know it's a fight for me better call soul breaking bad which one's the best one it's a fucking so fight different. i just rewatched all the of breaking though. bad yeah it's a, it's a fight they're so different it's like mm. i i i hate to compare them because of how different they are but i love people who watch better call soul because i just know and i know it's so snobby to say this and i don't like to use this terminology much but i just know you're a fan of film if you watch better call soul and love it yeah <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's it's slow pacing it's dialogue driven it's so visually stunning it's visual storytelling and i love it so fucking much Bro, it looks amazing and it's, i think it looks yeah. a lot better than breaking bad i think it, it does. does it does it does it does <sighs> anyway uh doctor who sorry uh, yeah whoa sorry who. folks uh, the Doctor goes to Ma the Medusa Cascade to not find any planets at all. We later find that it's a second out of time, but he hasn't known that yet. Cracking another beer no. open. <laughs> Bit of a Colton Dry. Looked that up in the get UK, in folks. Best beer ever. Um, back on Earth, we get to see... She's back, Aiden. Harriet Jones. I love her so much. Former Prime she's Minister. Literally, yes, mate. I know who she is, Connor. Dude, we know who she is. Come on. That's lovely line. Lovely gag. Um, they connect a sub subwave network to Martha, Sarah Jane, and Torchwood. I love it. These characters all coming together. I'm so giddy. Um, they're trying to get the Doctor, and it, it, oh, I just love it. So Martha gets connected. Obviously, she sends the 
the uh, the number to Sir Jane, who dials every number on Earth, and then tortured, <laughs> like magnifies it through the universe. They're all working together. The subway network is going, and I'm sat on my couch, and I'm like, a, I'm like an eight year old child. I'm just. And then I'm, the, the score plays, a, the, the telephone score. Oh, my God. As a 22-year-old, I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is fucking sick, but this makes no sense. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? How dare you? Well, what is this phone thing? Like, why the fuck is this a thing? You know? What do you mean? I think Russell, and I've noticed this a lot of the time, Russell's so great at, like, writing shit that sounds like it makes sense. And you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's How smart. But I, I think I it, it sometimes thing. maybe doesn't actually make sense. Um, this telephone stuff, it's awesome to watch. Um, and yeah, they're beaming, they're beaming the telephone signal up into space. But I just can't help but think, like, is that what? I don't know. I just... Oh, I can hear it's a score in my head. Wrong. Do you want it again? Oh, God, it's so sick. I, lo- I love it. You Go ahead. <laughs> I love that shit. We're doing it again, baby. I love it. We're doing it. A fucking gan. I love it. Let's I go. Love it so much. Wow. I just can tell anyone, because I know me, if I was in this position, anyone listening right now would be like, fuck, I have to go watch Dollar Earth now. Like, just listening 100%. to that score would just make me want to go watch it. Like, let's turn off this shitty podcast that just took a 10 minute break to talk about. The 60th and medical soul. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's why you... Dude, it's called the 50% Dotty Podcast for a reason, okay? Exactly. Holy shit, we need to get through fucking part one. All right. So the doctor, <laughs> he gets the signal and he's flying <laughs> through the planets and it's hidden in the Medusa Cascade by one second. Does it make sense? No, but I love it. <laughs> I just love it so much. And I'm like, forget about it. Literally, if it was any other show, I'd be like, it makes no sense. It's Doctor Who. I'm like, let's fucking go, mate. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I literally turn my brain off and I'm like, let's do it. Forget the forget the film critic in me. I'm ready to rock with it. So cool. And then an out of space Facebook slash Zoom call comes on. And it's it's them all together. And they say that Endgame is the most ambitious crossover in history. I beg to differ, mm. Aiden. We got Wait till shit. you see this Skype call, mate. Amazing. Everyone's talking at once. Uh, Martha's like, it's not just it's not just Dalek Khan. Believe me, I, I rewatched the scene several times to hear what they all said. So Martha says, it's not just Dalek Khan. Jack says, obviously, it's the Daleks. And Sarah Jane says, look, I have a son now, which is so cool. I love all that shit. Uh, Rose is trying to get mm. through because she met up with uh, with uh, Wilf and Sylvia. I forgot that bit. Sorry. Did my best here. Oh, the paintball uh, bit. That's amazing. The- sorry. I and he shoots that. the Dalek with the paintball gun. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, take this. <laughs> My vision cannot be impaired. <laughs> I'm no Nicholas Briggs. I tried. And then Rose just shoots the Dalek and then goes to... She's like, you don't know what's family? Great. Can I go to your house? You're all caught up now. And, um... Oh, yeah. So... There's a great scene where he's like, all right, everyone here but Rose. Rose is listening in. He's like, oh, shit, Rose isn't here. And then suddenly a transmission comes in. He's like, ah, oh, it's Rose. That's her. And it's Davo. It's Dun, him. dun, dun. Oh, sorry. Also, also, I forgot to say that um, Harriet Jones is dead, who we all love. Sorry, <laughs> I just skipped over that. <laughs> sorry. That Harriet is, Jones is dead. That is also hilarious, though. 
What were they? Yes, we know who you are. Yeah. Oh, you know nothing of any human. (laughs) I do. It's actually a really um, great scene. And then fucking Russell uh, went and wrote a short story where Harriet Jones survives because he drops through a a trap door in the floor. And in an interview... Do you know about this? No. What? Like a like two or three like years ago, lives? he wrote like a book or something, and it's like short stories from Doctor Who, or something. And he just writes this short story that he draws pictures during the story as well. Um, and Harriet Jones dropped through the floor. And in an interview, someone's like, "So you, I, I see you wrote that Harriet Jones has survived." And he was like, "Yeah, well, um, you know, I wrote it, and I wrote the original episode." And I, I just thought I wanted her to survive. So uh, in my in my world, in my law, she's she survived. Yes, it's so dumb. Yes, I love her, Jones. Fuck yeah, I love. No, that. I you love know what she does? Massive emotional scene next episode. It's like she died, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" But still, <laughs> you know what she does as well. She not only does she drop through a trap door that's magically there, ready to go, but she it. lands perfectly on a motorcycle, which she drives away on. <laughs> Surely not. You're joking. <laughs> Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. That's hilarious. That's my girl, oh, Harriet. Dude. I love it. I love how she comes back. Oh Big god. Hazard. Well, she's dead, and it doesn't get mentioned to the next episode to the doctor. But Davo's like, "Oh, mate, I'm here. About to take over. You're fucked." Mm. And uh, Sarah Jane's like, "Oh no, it's you." And she's like, "Oh, it's 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 Davros, the creator of the Daleks." And um, doctor's like, "Mate, I'm gonna see you later. Goodbye." talk to you later you know like it's like some girl on the other phone like a, a bird calling up he's not interested in and uh, he's like i'm yeah. gonna land wow what a recap this is and then he lands he lands on the earth by the way don't you love so um the daleks lock on the torchwood did you wonder i wonder this when rewatching it because i'm always like why does jack leave yanto and uh and gwen like does he know that the daleks have locked on the torchwood because he gets told by harriet that the daleks are locked on and they're gonna get in and he's like, I'm going to go find the doctor. I'll be right back. And it's almost like they're kind of keeping it from him that the Daleks are coming. Is that how you mm. took it? or I don't know. I think I'd have to rewatch it again. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe I'm just <laughs> reading too much into it. But yeah, like they're like, it will be fine. Don't worry about us. And they're about to take on a Dalek, which can't get killed by bullets. And the Jack's like, I'm, see you later. I'm going to go see the doctor. I don't care. I'm, I'm leaving. See you later. And he just teleports away. Uh, Rose goes... And uh, they land on Earth, and it's like a ghost town outside a church. It looks beautiful, by the way. The shot with like the sky and the TARDIS landed, and like the deserted street with a church. And um, Doctor's like, well, you know, what did what did what did Roy say to you when you saw her? And he's like, why don't you ask her yourself? Suddenly, dun 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 dun. Oh my god. Dun, dun, it's so beautiful. United since Doomsday. Which in hindsight isn't that long, but still. He goes uh, running to her. And um oh no, sorry guys. He gets he gets shot. Boom. By a Dalek. It's very Jack, sad. It's Jack so Jack teleports, sad. but somehow he he teleports and somehow knows there's a dart there because he instantly has his gun up and shoots it which is pretty funny but either way let's just fucking talk about that that scene though for a sec you know when they look at each other and they run i saw i saw graham harper he um 
he he wanted it to be like a, a fairy tale, was how he, he described it. Oh, what's that? Sorry. Oh, shit. Aiden, oh. you're trying to send me right now. Oh, my God. Murray, dun, I love you dun. for using this score in this scene. Do I care that it's reused so score? Good. No, not at all. I fucking love it. I think it's amazing. Thank you. I love it. It's great. I am... Um, when... when uh, uh, the, the audience probably doesn't know this. My Growing up, I had two dogs. Um, one of them was called Jam, and she was the youngest one. She's still alive now. The first one was called Rose. Um, Rose and Jam are like best mates. Um, and Rose... Uh, when she died about three years ago, that was like a good year kind of leading up to it. Like she was going to hospital a lot of the time and went to the vet so rather. Um, and a lot of the time I would, you know, I was kind of bracing myself for for what was kind of inevitably coming. Yeah. Um, and sometimes at night I would just kind of sit there and, and listen to Rose's theme. Cause That's so Rose, beautiful, man. It was Rose Tyler Green was Rose's name. It was named after Rose. So it was it was a very sweet thing. And so this That's score so kind of holds a bit of a place in my in my heart for that. That's so beautiful. Thank you, Aiden. <laughs> That's so beautiful. I hope... I hope that this score wasn't too loud that people couldn't hear me then. I just realised that. Uh, <laughs> Either way, man, this episode's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. Um, yeah, what an episode, though. What an episode. Um, it, it's so magical, and it, it, I, you get so invested, and you're like, fuck yeah, it's happening. And then the moment you see fucking... Uh, the Dalek is so heartbreaking. Yeah. You know? like, that fuck. sneaky Dalek just comes around the corner and, and bloody nips him. Nips him. Mm, bloody nips him. Before we get to that, though, we mm -hmm. must remember Sarah Jane. She's fucking off. Yeah, she's, she's in her like, car. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, go ahead. She runs into the Daleks and... Sorry, I believe this is actually the last shot. No, it's not. Um, but the last time you see her... Is and I love it because it feels like such a homage to Classic Who, where she runs into the back of them, she puts her, her arms in front of her face, and she just like is helpless, like ah, and it's yeah. like a zoom into her, like the kind of thing they would do in Classic Who, like someone is like, why don't you just get out and run? But in Classic Who, she's a classic companion. That's like the kind of shit they would do. Yeah. So there's 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 that scene. There's um, a Dalek gets breached in the Torchwood. One of my favorite lines in the episode again, a huge Torchwood fan, is um, when. Uh, Gwen hands about to hand Yanto a gun. He says, "Those don't work against Daleks." And then she's like, "Yeah, well, I'm going out fighting like, like, like Owen and like Tosh." Boom! I love Damn! It. Fucking sick line. Such a fucking cool line. And it's why I said to Daniel to like not look ahead at these episodes because boy, is that a spoiler. But still, I hope you guys will watch it. My bad. Mm. We'll put a disclaimer. We won't. Sorry, it's been out for years. <laughs> I'm sure you've already seen it already this episode already so regardless I'm sure you know they're not there but um, yeah. there's that cliffhanger of course there's a cliffhanger with, uh, with with Sarah and then the Dave, David Tennant shot mate and he's regenerating did you know that he regenerated this episode I didn't know that Fucking he's gone crazy bruv yeah but he's not that's, uh, that's sick because you can tell with Rose as well she's finally got her doctor back and she's now about to lose him again again right at the moment she finds him which is so tragic Donna's confused um, she know Jack, what I, I like Jack's. She doesn't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Um, Jack's stance as someone that knows what's happening and he's really acceptive of it. And he's more just to make sure that like um, Rose and and Donna are, are yeah. going to be okay through and making sure the doctor's fine and safe as he does it. I love that because yeah, he's like he's like Rose, he's dying. You know what happens next? And then he's like, good luck, doctor. And yeah, it's stupid because it doesn't happen. But 
I love it. It's such a great cliffhanger. And for people that didn't know that he was... Because this was... This episode, like, people knew he was leaving. And mm. I don't think people knew that... I don't think the BBC had confirmed the specials yet. So, I know for the next um, Doctor, he'd definitely been confirmed that he was leaving. So, that's why it was such a controversy that it was called that. And it wasn't really the next Doctor. But, yeah. 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 And, and they, they had shot the next Doctor um, when they... Right. Shot this, so people knew that he was going to be it, but the general public wouldn't have. It's just like that's yeah, the general public fans would yeah. know. Yeah, and like yeah, um, again, like I said, like a fan like rewatching the sh- well, not even rewatching, so just like starting the show would be like, holy fuck, this is it. This hasn't been done again since um, since Chris, obviously. Yeah, and for for me as a kid, um, not really having access, I, I I like I said, I think the end of season five was the first time I sort of found the internet and the the information you find about production and yeah you know there's a new doctor and stuff i wasn't really involved in that stuff uh, during the rtd era which was great um and it meant me and my mum. right i hinted at this story i think one or two seasons ago and i said no i'm gonna save this story for for the episode um so oh, it was for the next doctor uh, you're gonna say this no it's in the, it's in this um okay so in uh you know, back in the day, I've said uh, I used to get the videos from Nana. She would send them over. Um, yeah. And I got the finale, Stolen Earth, Journey's End. Came home from school, was ready to watch Stolen Earth, right? And so, because I, I think it must have been on her video she recorded, it was just those two on the last one. Um, so I was like, all right, I watched the first part. Um, and mum was like, you do have to do homework though, Aiden. And I was like, yeah, but I just got home from school. Let me watch one and then I'll do homework. She was like, that's fine. Mum sat down and she watched The Stolen Earth with me. Um, Mum was very strict on my homework. She liked me to do it. And she was she was good. She was good yeah. at mumming like that. Um, we finished Stolen Earth. And she turns <laughs> to me and she goes, Aiden, we're watching another one. We're, we're watching the next one. <laughs> He's and dead. So we, we threw on Journey's End and watched that hour of television. I love it. Um, I'll, I'll always remember that. That was great. That's beautiful. It yeah. got everyone, I swear I got everyone. Like, it got my whole family. Like, I, like you know, I rewatched it with my family. I'd already seen it. But I rewatched my family, mm-hmm. got them all. It was like, oh my god, he's he's gone, he's dying. That's it. He's dead. It's crazy. Um, because we have just gone on in that structure for a while, shall we break things up and do one of our other segments to, to shake things up a little bit? Sure. Do you mind if I go to the toilet first? Yeah, go on. Go I on. can I'm muting both my mics so you can talk to the camera without me. By the way, I can hear you in my headphones, I just can't reply. Sorry, folks. I've had a few beers. All okay, right, let's go. I'll just chat shit for a little bit. Um let's do the classic, we've not done this in a while. I can't hear Connor, he's muted. He's sticking the finger up at me, what a dickhead. Let's do the classic uh, elevator theme. So today I'm going to sell you a product. Um, this product, just looking around me to see what there is. Um, I'm holding up here a lovely golden, I don't want to say mustard. It's like a golden orangey with a bit of maroon pen. Um, and this pen, uh, if, if you could see the video, which you can't, so this is a, a very dumb segment. Um, there's a there's a crest on it, and inside of the crest, there's a H. Um, but the H, uh, the the top of the H is shaped to look like a like a like a badger, um, because this is my my Hufflepuff pen that I bought when I went and saw the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in um, in Melbourne, and it is a. Connor's back now. You can see it's a very lovely pen. What the it's very fuck nice is this conversation about? <laughs> 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 I'm literally, I'm literally, my toilet's like a two-second walk from this setup, and I'm like, what is Aiden talking about? 
<laughs> Where's he going with this? This it's a very pen good that, feeling pen. It twists. I don't want to call it the mustard. twist on the pen. That's hilarious. It, it's got a really nice twist on it, and it feels good to write with. Like it doesn't feel flimsy. It's firm, and it's it's good. And and the color that it it creates when you write, it's great. Anyways, um, oh fuck me. Uh, okay. So um, I'm gonna do behind the scenes first. Australia's second favorite segment because most of the behind the scenes stuff is kind of in relation to Stolen Earth. So that ah, way I'm not really dying. We're, we're changing it. up this week, folks. We are. We just done an hour of Stolen Earth. So I'm like, um, yeah. So behind the scenes stuff this week, it mainly is just about Stolen Earth. So we're not going to be like, I mean, it's not spoilers, but we're not going to be getting too out of order in terms of talking about Journey's End too much. There is a little bit of it though. So Connor, so weird doing this after Goof of the Week, but let's do it. Are you ready for Australia's second favorite segment? Yeah. Yes, yes, I am. I'm so ready. So I, I thought, okay, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. It's time for Behind the Scenes. I got a lot for this, so let's fucking do it. All right. So, there was originally a scene where the Daleks landed at Westminster and exterminated the Prime Minister, Um, (laughs) which is crazy. Um, A CGI shot of the TARDIS flying towards the Shadow Proclamation is the same shot used from Parting of the Ways when the TARDIS flies towards the the, the Dalek Dalek ship. ship. Yes, I yeah. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yes, yes. I never noticed it, and then it's like that shot they always use in Matt Smith's era, and they always use it in the trailers. Yeah. The classic shot. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't make sense because it's always him flying out of like the pocket universe or whatever it is. I love it. Crazy. So many creatures were originally meant to be in the Shadow Proclamation. There was meant to be Krillotane. There was meant to be a Slavine that um, was meant to come up to the Doctor, say something to the Doctor, and then the Slavine would walk off with a baby Slavine and it would say, That's come Margaret. on, Margaret. I did read yeah. this. Russell made the... I read. I saw his little um, sheet where he drew... It was due to budget reasons, correct? I have heard about this. This is sick. Yeah. There was going to be like a 50-foot CGI Addy pose in the corner yes. of the room. Yes. Like, what the fuck? What drugs is he on? It, to be fair, Russell, from what I read, said he wanted this episode to be like when you're a kid and you just grab your action... Fi- like, you grab your Star Wars toys yes. and your Doctor Who toys and you're like, fight! And you just throw them at each other. Yes. That's what this was. I love it. Um... So, in this episode, we have the first mention of how the time war is time-locked. It's the first time this gets mentioned. Yes. Um, oh, this is hilarious. And I laughed out loud when I read this. Remember Mr. Cooper from Voyage of the Damned? Yeah. So, um, he got Mr. The credits. Cooper. What was that? He had like, all the credits at the end. Yeah, million, he has all the credits million pounds at the end. and all that shit, yeah. So, apparently, and this is just a rumour... But apparently he was meant to return, but RTD changed his mind because of a Doctor Who magazine interview that did come out. The The, the interview is real. And apparently in the interview, um, it started with um, him dodging a few of the questions, not answering some of them. Then he decided to insult the person he was interviewing and then stormed out of the interview. Really? Like, what the Really? Apparently, he like shit talks Doctor Who as a show, even though he was on a, doing an interview for Doctor Who magazine. Like, so weird, man. So weird. He seemed like such a wholesome old man. 
I know, I love him, but I read this and was like, what the fuck? Really? Oh, shit. Crazy, man. What? Um, okay, so what I have what? here is a bit of information, um, and this will... Yeah, it, it kind of rehashes a bit of what I just said before, but this is what... When Russell T. Davis gave a, I guess, a bit of a pitch for the two-part finale um, of what it is, this is the quote, this is like the email, the, the document that he sent out to everyone, uh, word for word. He goes... The season finale, Earth is transported halfway across the universe as part of a Dalek plot. These episodes feature Martha, Captain Jack, Sarah Jane, Elton, and Rose. Jackie and Mickey? Question mark. Also, can I have the torture team just for a couple of days? Question mark. Plus a futuristic space station complex where lots of alien races are gathering for a conference. CGI will have Bane, Krillotane, Gelf, wow. Isolus, everything we've got in the computer. Prosthetics, we need Jadoon, Slavine, the wow. Grask, the Mox of Balhoon. Sisters of the Wicker placemat. I don't know what the fuck that is. Plus a new female alien, a wise old counselor, head of a, head of the space conference. Lots of gunfire and exterminations and the biggest Dalek spaceship interior ever. More like a Dalek temple. Uh, Christ almighty. The skies over the earth have been changed to a weird outer space vistas. Also visible in the sky, a huge Dalek ship the size of a solar system. This will probably explode like they do. That was his pitch. So Elton, Elton, as in from Love and Monsters. I guess Elton was originally um, meant to be in it. I don't know how early into drafting that was cut out, but also the, the, concept, the I guess he was meant to be in it. The uh, the Vox of our Boone is dead. He literally died. In, is he in, the blue guy? Yeah, he died in in uh, End of the World. He gets blown up. I guess it would be like another one of his race or something like that. Technically, though, this also takes place before the end of the world. How? Because the end of the world is about the end of the Earth. The Earth is still alive. Oh, of course. I'm such an idiot. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> such an idiot. Sorry. God's sake. Anyways, um, the whole paintball Dalek idea, that was Bernard Cribbins' idea. Love referencing it. the Peter Crushing films, which he is also apparently in. I didn't know that. Uh, that might not be true, but that's what I read. Um, apparently, Russell was so far behind schedule when writing that he missed Billy Piper's wedding and almost skipped on celebrating New Year's Eve in New York City with his boyfriend. Or his husband, no, his partner, at least. Good um, old NYC. This season, he seemed to be very behind on the writing for valid reasons. Huge season and obviously the death and, and everything like that. Crazy. Um, so, there's a lot of CGI in this episode. Correct. For, for, for an, an RTDO episode. Apparently, the first edit of this had three times more the VFX needed than what was in the final. So, a lot of VFX shots were cut. Okay. Makes you wonder. Does. How long was this episode? <laughs> Where's the director's cut? Yeah, I Where's know. Where's the right? half a cut? Um, Journey's M was cut down for American viewers into a 45 minute um, I did hear that I did hear about that tragic I don't know what you'd cut Um, I know did you see the Harperism the the Graham Harperism this week um no it's a pretty obvious one no it's just them talking to each other when when Jackie's oh the um, Jackie I was gonna say is it it that fucking door thing I was gonna say that yeah, yeah. When Mickey and, and Sarah oh, Jane are on that. the other side of the door talking. I was yeah. about to say that, but I was like, sure, that's not it. Yeah, the whole <laughs> between the door and, yeah, Jackie, like, transports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. 
Here's one. Uh, I wonder if you noticed, because I noticed this as it was happening, and it's fucking sick and would have taken a, a huge effort to do. Um, the actor credits for Mickey, Jackie, Yanto, and Gwen mm-hmm. all appear as their characters do in Journey's End. I Did didn't you pick notice up on that? that. No, I didn't notice that. Obviously, I knew they so when, showed off the credits, but yeah. I didn't know they showed yeah. like that. That's crazy. Yeah, right, as their little... Because they're not the main six credits that come up. They're like the, the little after credits that come up. I love um, that. That's sick. And yeah, they like teleport in and Mickey gets his credit in his first shot. And then Jackie says something and it cuts to Jackie and it's got her credit and stuff That's like that. That's so cool. It's pretty sick. Um... Oh, this is the fucking cutest thing that I did not know. Okay, ready Go for on. this? I'm ready. So the meta doctor at the end, he holds Billy's hand at the end with his right hand, the only remaining part of her doctor. Oh, come on. Was that That's intentional? I reckon it was because it's a shot. It's a shot, you know? Wow, true. I didn't think of that. Christ. Yeah, gone. I reckon it was intentional. Go on. <laughs> and the very last fact I have for you, Connor, yes. it's quite a sad one, is this is the very last Doctor Who story to feature K9. Which we forgot was true. in this episode, by the way. Uh, we didn't he's, say that. But he's in the next part. I haven't, got a, I haven't really mentioned him yet. Cause he's, he's in, he's oh, is in that the, in the next part. part? Yeah. Right, gotcha. He yeah, comes out at the end for great. like 10 seconds. Like, he's literally not even much. So but good. Dylan hates K9, and I yelled at him on Twitter. Because we love him, but he yeah. hates K9. Well done. Thank you. Mm. Always there for my tin dog. <laughs> my boy. Um, did you enjoy that? There was a lot there, Connor. There was Legit. a lot. Legit. This is a this is a this is a this is a plump episode, bro. Mm. Alright, um, let's go on. Let's continue on to part two with Journey's End, Connor. Take it away, baby. Okay, so episode starts with the previously. Everything's going on, baby. Already recapped it. You know what happened. And then he's regenerating. We get to see the credits again, all the names. And um, now look, episode, uh, the second part of the story is, is no way near as good as the first. In fact, it's yeah. it's not, it's not amazing. It's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's more than, it's more than okay. It's, it's still, it's still really good. But um, it starts with a bit of, a bit of a blue balls because there's no regeneration. He puts all of his energy, regeneration energy into the hand. Which of course got cut off in uh, in Christmas Invasion. Apparently, he can do that now. I guess so. It's it's a bit it's a bit funky. It's kind of like, can he do that? Sure, I guess so. Like, <laughs> who cares? And I love how um, I love how they didn't really know what it was as well. Like, they weren't sure if this counted as a regeneration until Moffat was like, "Oh, that will do good for a plot device in the time yeah. of the Doctor," and that's when he confirmed it. <laughs> So it does count. Yeah, it does count. And they also count, obviously, John Hurt's regeneration. Yeah. So I guess it does have some consequences. He did use regeneration mm-hmm. energy. So, but we didn't know that at the time. We were just like, whatever. I guess you can just do that. Uh, literally, all the, all like Martha, not Martha, sorry, um, Rose, Jack, and Donna's reactions is the reaction of the audience watching the episode for the first time about knowing that Dale was going to regenerate. They're just like, okay, fuck this cliffhanger. <laughs> um, of course, uh, go back to Elizabeth Sladen who's about to get shot by Daleks and uh, Mickey and Jackie land and shoot the Daleks instantly the pacing is so wacky I know the pacing is so weird when instantly when it starts it's like where my, I'm Rose Tyler's uh, mother where's my daughter we cut to Torchwood um, they go to shoot the Daleks and the Daleks frozen we later find out again another shout out to Tosh 
We later find out it's something that Tosh was working on and it's frozen the Dalek, but nothing can get in and nothing can get out. Love a good shout out to Tosh. Again, whenever they mention <laughs> Torchwood, I'm we like, love I love it. I love that shit. And uh, yeah, they're just like, oh, look, Doc back in the task. I was like, oh, it's my hand. Remember I lost it on uh, on Christmas Day and here it is and it's got my gen- regeneration energy. And the Darks lock onto the TARDIS and they're bringing it to the Crucible. Is that what it's called? The Crucible? The Crucible, yeah. Don't you think it it, it was nice? Because the hand is like a thread that comes up throughout the entire RTD era. Yeah. And I guess it, it was kind of like a thing of like, what is this going to lead to? And Russell didn't know himself. Um, yeah. Oh, no. No, he did know. He did know from what did I read. Really? I remember reading. He said um, he was going to use it on David's final episode. Um, and a time and part give two. It, give it to Rose in in the end of time and give Rose her own doctor. Um, but with the I way see. that this all turned out, he decided to bring it forward to this episode. Yeah, fair enough. Um, again, the pace in this episode isn't great. And you can instantly tell, like, they didn't know what to do with Torchwood because they're just like, well, look, nothing can get in, nothing can get out. And that's it. It's like, it's a lot to jack now. And Torchwood mm. doesn't get seen again to the end of the episode, like Gwen or... Like, Gwen doesn't get shown. Yanta doesn't, doesn't get shown at all. Like, they're just, like... They're just... It, it's, like, come on. Like, literally, it's, it's so weird going from, like, the last episode where it was, like, going everywhere and it, it went really smoothly for how intense of an episode it was with so many characters and then they don't get shown again to the end of the episode. It's it's odd, but... Yeah. And as a Torture fan, it kind of sucks, but, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I think as well... Um, And I do have a problem with it in the first episode, but I also think the first episode is, like... It's companion based, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's that the doctor's very passive in both parts um, in terms of things happen to him. He doesn't necessarily make things happen himself. Um, and he's sort of passive throughout this this journey. Um, and you kind of want a protagonist to be a bit more active than that. Um, but it definitely it definitely works in part one um, because it allows it's such like a testament to RTD. Um, and he lets those other characters lead the story. And it's great. Yeah. Um, and part in part two it's like you're kind of you're at a point where you want the doctor to start doing some shit um and he he kind of doesn't because he he instantly gets teleported up to the crucible and he's in a fucking stasis chamber or whatever that whatever gray shields is what they're called in star wars Um, yeah literally like like in star wars i thought about that (sighs) he's in a gray shield for like the entire episode right up to the end and and sure you get some cool david stuff with the meta doctor um but yeah yeah, it's a weird follow-up in a way, because then like even like on Earth, it's like there's no more Earth scenes. Is like uh, Jack is like, look, if that's where Rose is going, that's where the Doctor is. We all need to go see him, and then we need to go see her. So like, put down your guns, and the darts will take us to the Crucible, because they're taking yeah. humans to to use on their experiment. And it's like, ah, oh, cool, whatever. I guess it kind of makes sense. And I know it's weird, like you know, Jackie and Mickey are in this episode, but they get no. They don't really get any scenes that like stand out, which is a shame because I love their mm-hmm. characters so much, but they don't really get any... They don't have like that scene, you know, yeah. where it's like, this is the standout. Like, all the characters last episode had like a really cool scene or like a, a good mm-hmm. piece of dialogue at least. I know it's not easy to, to give everyone something to say or do, but... And I just thought it's the last time... Well, you know, pretty much the second last time we get to see the characters, but even in End of Time Part 2, they barely got anything to do or say, but not saying it's yeah, bad, exactly. but yeah... But, again, yeah, it's all set on the Crucible. They get sent up. Um, they all leave the TARDIS, and Donna stays in because she hears the heartbeat, which we briefly got to hear in the first part in Star on Earth. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, the, the the doors close and the uh, the supreme dies like your Taurus has gone mate and she's about to die yeah. and the dog's oh. not happy literally he's like no just replace me somehow the TARDIS doesn't get destroyed the <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of this this fucking doctor coming out of the this arm transforms into a naked David Tennant with a hairy it's chest silly, isn't it it's so dumb I'm not a huge David's fan David's really good in it but it, it's just shit you know? it's, yeah, it's it's silly. It's so silly. It it felt like a plot because eventually, obviously, she he ends up with Rose. It just felt like a plot to please the fans of what makes Doomsday so good is how heartbreaking it is. But yeah, this is now like you were heartbroken by Doomsday. Don't worry, she can live with the Doctor, and he's gonna grow old like her. And it's like, come on, really? Do we need this? Yeah. Like, do we really need this? Um, I love how Jack's plan is to get shot and somehow just get lost in the ship and find people and plan to blow it up. <laughs> oh, also, do you, do you like how Rose doesn't know that Jack is immortal? That's pretty cool. Like, that's good, was- and that's good attention to detail of Davies, I think. Um, so that was really good. It later on gets explained when like he comes back and it's like... Um, he was dead and it's like you know when you brought him back like he's immortal now which is which is cool but it kind of starts it's mm. like here's the thing i feel like the russell was going for and by the way i'm not trying to act like i could have done it a lot better because it's such a huge episode following <laughs> yeah. by another huge episode but like it's so weird to see the doctor and rose together and so little happening do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. they're finally back together, yeah. but so little was happening or like any... So, I mean, they're so passive. They're just watching... They just have to watch it happen. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just not exciting. It's kind of like um, Endgame. I don't... Re- you know me. I'm I'm not a massive Marvel guy. Aiden loves but Marvel, But I've seen folks. them all and I, I enjoyed bits of them. Um, yeah. And I, I really enjoyed Infinity War. I thought it was a lot of fun, but I thought Endgame mm. was just like... They just lost... I know you want it to be... You want it to be serious and you want it to be high stakes now. But it just felt like so bleak and depressing. Um, I don't think this was as as depressing as Endgame. It wasn't three hours long, which was it's a bonus. Um, but like, um, it yeah, it, it sort of suffers the same thing. I think where yeah, the Doctor just doesn't really do much, and it's just really bleak for him. Yeah, it's almost like sequelitis, and it's like we always talk about how, with the rare exception, how the second parts are always lackluster and yeah yeah it, it this is really it really does kind of fall flat on its face it's just it's mm. also just kind of bland like i said like it's this is the it's like the time that rose and and the doctor get to reunite and they are just kind of sat there just not doing anything martha gets a cool plot where she gets sent to germany I love how the darks are like talking in german they're saying exterminating which is really cool exterminating exterminating Sorry, my cat's trying to get in. I was like, who the fuck is that clawing at my door? Um, <laughs> sorry, I like freaked out then. Um, yeah, Exterminalin, uh, which is really cool. She's gone to to um, get to a station where she can set up the Osterhagen key. There's this mm. weird scene where like, there's this like German woman. She's about to shoot Martha because she knows what the Osterhagen <laughs> key is. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Like, why are we, why are we doing this? Like, it's, it's like, weird, hey? I-, I love how Martha's become so independent. And I love her character so mm. much. Um, and Freeman's Bay. But there's this weird... There's just these weird scenes where I'm like, why is this like a thing? Like, it's just weird. <laughs> and she sets up the Lost the Hogan key. Um, 
the Mickey, Mickey, Jackie, and of course Sarah Jane all get taken to this room where oh they're all just they're turning the humans into atoms. It looks so fucking stupid. The <laughs> the literally the I don't know where they got these actors from. They're like some yeah I know. The like bargain. It bin. looks so like stale the way they just stand there and like get disintegrated away. Yeah, they all just they just look around in the most lap. It's like you wouldn't believe they're about to die. They're just looking around yeah, and lapped yeah. away, and it's like they must have gotten them for like ten bucks for the day because they're like these. Awful, and of course, like, of course, Jackie's the last one to teleport as well. Literally, so <laughs> yeah, literally. So this machine's already started working, and it's like okay, I'm just gonna hop off now. And it's a really weirdly edited scene. I don't know if you noticed this, but like when Jackie teleports, it just instantly cuts to her like hugging Mickey and then it cuts away to the next scene. I noticed the editing was a bit weird. And mm. again, that, that scene is just so... And look, with, with peace and love to those actors, I'm not trying to be a dick because I know acting's hard, but it was just so like... I just couldn't stop laughing how stupid it looked because they're just <laughs> like... They're so emotionless. They're all about to die and they all just stand there like, what? Like, what's going on? They, they look just- kind of like... um. They look kind of like Sims when you've not given them things yeah. to do. And they, you just put them in like a one by one block and they just stand there like waiting for the next command. <laughs> anyway, like let, let's go through this part um, pretty quick. Um, yeah. What the fuck happened next? Uh, they just stand around for, for about half an hour. Um, well, we get to see... Uh, we, well, Jack goes back and uh, he finds Mickey and the crew and... He calls him Captain Cheesecake and says, that's Beefcake. And this is their first reunion since Boomtown, I'm pretty sure. That's great. I love it. I love that. Amazing. And uh, it's like, and they um, back, baby. They've got the... The Warp uh, Star? The Warp Star, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that, that was a really screen. cool... Yeah, the Warp Star. And then we've got, um, we've got Marth on the screen saying, I've got the Osterhagen kid ready to rock. And the doctor's like, oh mm-hmm. my god, what's going on? Everyone's about to blow this up. Everyone wants to blow stuff up. And then Daphne's like, oh, let the children of time, just like uh, Dalek Khan predicted. And he's like, yeah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> one of you's gonna die. Stop saying that. Even the doctor says that. I, that was literally me watching it. I was like, stop saying that. It's getting really annoying. Um, Daphne yeah. starts his hell cool speech where he's like, think of all the people that died. And it literally just gives you like a series reca- recap of Russell's era about all the fuckers that have died. <laughs> it's like yeah. a massive There's montage. some funny ones in there. There's some it's, really it's so, funny yeah. ones. Literally, I remember watching like, as a kid thinking it was such an emotional scene, but rewatching, I was like, this is so dumb. Like, <laughs> I, I, I dig it as a concept, but it's just like, um, they, they just so were like, remember this person and remember this person. Yes. And remember this person? Yes. Like, putting River there was great. Putting the, the the girl that he befriends in the Big Brother house, I think that was a good one. Um, but it's things like, also in Bad Wolf, the chick that's, like, stuck on, on the wires or whatever when she dies. Literally. Um, she's on there. There's a People bunch of other just, like, random like, ones. Yeah, had, like, any connection with necessarily. Um, but the, uh, the Doctor's, obviously, this new Doctor's on the ship. It's uh, flying with uh, Donna. Look, I'm going to totally say this. I think they do a good job at trying to do it, but I hate the whole Doctor is kind of the Donner and and Donner's kind of the Doctor, and I I hate when they're trying to do each other's, like, personas. It's just stupid, and I hate it. I kind of dig it. I think on the ship, it's like... it's On the TARDIS, it's so much fun when they're saying it. I kind of hate the the whole second Doctor thing, but... um, Yeah. It's so much fun, I think. Um, But... Uh, where are we up to? Were you starting to talk about when they, when they 
when the TARDIS comes onto comes back. Yes, yes. So it lands. Yeah, it goes, um, yeah. They're like, let's get yeeted. And then Davros shocks the Doctor, which apparently starts something in Donna. It doesn't make sense. And it's like, all right, you ready to, you ready to get cut, lads? Because you're about to go. Yeah. And Donna starts controlling. Because then Donna the, gets zapped. Yeah, because Donna gets zapped. And it's like, she's like controlling the Daleks. They're spinning around. Uh, Jack cracks, I believe, a freeway joke. I might be wrong. But I didn't notice. Cause he's like, he's like, he's like, um, he's like, um, oh. I can't tell you what I'm thinking right now. Is that a freeway yeah, joke? Yeah. I ne- to this day, I still don't get it. I have to always look it up and no one really knows what he's talking about, but. I think it um, is one of those things where it's like, there's probably like a three-way or something that he's thinking, but it, it's something where you just don't, you don't want to know. It's but all this Jack. like, this, all this, the, the companions and the doctors like running and just pushing the Daleks and stuff. It just felt very, very childish. Um, and yeah. maybe fit into another episode, but for this one, you're kind of wanting something a bit more than just them spinning the Daleks around and shit, you know? Oh, I mean, there's, there's a cute little line where like um, Sarah Jane and Rose go to push one, and she's like, "Good to see you again." She's like, "Yeah, great to see you." And it's 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 nice, but it's just like you're just like, did I just watch one of the best episodes of Doctor Who I've seen in a while with like stolen mm. Earth? And then you're like, I, now this is what happens next. Okay, I guess so. And. Yeah. Um, Everything just gets yeeted, and they all run to the TARDIS, and and uh, the Doctor's they like, start blowing him up. I can save you, and he's like, you are the destroyer of worlds, until mm-hmm. I come back in season nine, episode one, no. The Magician's <laughs> Apprentice, and episode two, The Witch is Familiar, <laughs> and you're like, okay, see you then, mate. Got a while, but I'll see you then. <laughs> to be fair, though. Send you a postcard. Uh, watching the behind the scenes of like how they shot the Davros stuff and all the explosions that were happening, there's a lot going on and it, it was sick of them to do it. Um, and, and I do like that final scene where the Doctor's like, I'll save you. I kind of think at this point the Doctor can just, he doesn't have to say I will save you. I kind of feel like he could just be like, Davros, fuck you. <laughs> and then leave. Well, that was people. Maybe that's not the Doctor. but Yeah, hmm. well, that was people's argument with Jodie in the latest episode in... Uh... Is it Revolution? I don't even care anymore. Is it Revolution? Yeah, it yeah. Awful. yeah. I regret giving it the score I did. There, I said it. But um, we'll re- we'll review it when we get back to it. But yeah, uh, <laughs> people were saying like to her about her doctor, like how they she never gave the Daleks a chance. She just literally just slaughtered them. And I know they're the Daleks, but even in this episode, like even seeing David give Davros the crave of Daleks a, a chance. Yeah, like this is the Doctor. He's always supposed to give them a chance, and it's like what makes him so mm-hmm. good. It's almost like how Batman doesn't kill people. You know, it's like yeah. That's Jody's what one's like. even more fucked up because Jody lured the Daleks in yeah, yeah, just for literally. them to be killed and destroys <laughs> a TARDIS, which is one of the most precious things in the whole universe. It's like what sacred as fuck. Honestly, people wonder why um, people don't like those episodes. Literally, there's your perfect example. And then, uh, anyways, they they start bringing bringing Earth home. They start carrying home. We have Song of Freedom. Oh, By the Song way, of um, all the way back. We, from we were saying maybe. it's the same, but it's different because it's Songs of Captivity and Freedom is what is what gets played in Planet of the Ood. And then this one is it's very similar, but this is um, Song of Freedom or whatever. Um, we love it, baby. Slightly Amazing. more epic version. They're all piloting the six of them. Or more than that, and they're going around, and the doctor's like giving them all instructions. Then he goes to Jackie and he's like, "Jackie, you you just you just you just stand there." She, like, she just like nods. Literally, one of the two interactions they have, it's like so rushed. Like, but I love it. <laughs> Those scenes are great. Like, there's one on the beach, and there's that, and it's it's great. But it's like, come on, like, 
this is all you're gonna give yeah. me. There was such they were just so thrown in thrown in last minute. But hey, they all land on Earth yeah. and they all they all step out. Um, Mickey leaves. And I love how again, like again, we get only one scene with the Mickey and the Doctor, and it's like, come on, but like he, he's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not dumb. Like you know, there's mm. a new Doctor. There's no space for me anymore. I'm, I'm staying here. I'm gonna start a new life here, and I love that. It's great for him. Uh, Jack leaves. He disables his vortex manipulator, I believe, and then uh, Martha yeah. goes off on the mall, and um, yeah. And then I think oh yeah, Sarah Jane leaves. She has this lovely line where it's like you you seem so lonely, but you've got the biggest family on earth, which is great. Yeah. And I think that's all who leaves, and they go back to the to the parallel world. They drop Rose off and and uh, Jackie. And this is and another so big rough. issue for me. Yeah. By the way, we we did we did forget the amazing reaction of of Bernard Cribbins and the two oh. that play Sylvia when they're like, "Oh yeah, go Doctor!" Earth that, that returns home. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's the celebrations we're all going to have when COVID is is being kicked in the ass. Like, like <laughs> fireworks going off, and everyone's like dancing in the street. I reckon we got the raw twenties again, man. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> Anyways, back on Bad Wolf Bay. This is where things really for me, like for, my my complaints of the episode. Like the episode's still fine. Like it's still like a bit of fun. It's just it just gets a bit boring and a bit. The Doctor just watching shit happen and and stuff for a while. But yeah. I feel I really hate Rose's ending. Yeah, I really so. maybe not like I you sure maybe it's a little bit rushed, but I, I, I think more for me it's uh why I don't believe that she would settle for anything but the doctor after after everything. And she's confident in that. She's like, No, he's not you And then as soon as the doctor's like say those words uh and he says I love you or whatever um yeah and she's instantly like forgets like and i just feel like as a character like i I wouldn't be okay with that i would still i would still want to be with the main doctor that i fell in love with not this copy version yeah she like smooches him and then when she's smooching the doctor's like with donna he's like let's go and then he just gets in the toss and leaves he's like aren't you the characters who were dying to see each other and the reason why you were so depressed in season three was because you didn't have rose and yeah i'm kind of mixed as well know. like one i'm like should he have given like a, a better like goodbye rose or something um or is it also like a, a testament that he's over her now you know so quickly as a man who's had a few exes i kind of got that vibe where he was just like you know you caused me a lot of pain i still miss you but i can't be it wasn't really you. her fault though I know, but hey, it never is her fault. That's what they always say. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, as I was saying, I I got that viral. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I've had similar things where I'm like, look, we just can't, this can't work. And I got that vibe from the scene. But was that what they're really yeah. going for? Probably not. I'm just taking my own experiences and run with it. Yeah. Anyways, then we get back into the TARDIS, and the Doctor's clearly like, something's wrong here. Donna fucking Catherine's amazing with the whole binary, 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 binary. How the fuck did she even do that stuff? Like all all the lines were impeccable and so well performed and and then when she starts to break down, when the doctor starts to be like, you know, there's only there's only one thing that I can do. Um and she breaks down and they were saying in confidential they only did two takes of it. One, like and I noticed myself, especially in my last film, it was very uh high emotion stuff and there was a lot of crying in the final scene. Um and we were pretty set. We were like, we only want to do like 
two takes of this mm-hmm. three max we only had to do two keep the emotion alive yeah in the scene it's like one hard on the actors to put them in that headspace and keep putting them through it over and over again and the performance will just get worse and worse the more you do it um and they, they said like within the two of them the two takes they got of it donna was amazing and um i think they said they just used the first one in the end because she was that good first up um and she is amazing and david's amazing in it what do you think of that scene yeah, so what is so beautiful about that scene in particular, like, and I love it, I think, oh, and it's such a testament to life as well, it's like, you know, because, uh, cause like, like, like Sarah Jane says, you've got such a huge family on earth, but like, and I can relate to this, I feel quite lonely quite a bit, and I have so many great friends, but it's like, you know, they've got stuff of their own, it's like, similar thing, where it's like, I feel like I've got all these lovely family and friends, but it's like, you know, there's times where it's just not going to work out and they're busy doing their own lives and I'm busy doing my own life. And I think it, it catches that perfectly as well. And I and I, I, I think it, after them all leaving and he has to take away the one thing that he has. And that's what it's like, I relate to as well. Again, it's like that thing that you have and it's like, they have to take that away. But you're still, you're still just you, and you're still like he is. At the end, it's just like it's just him, and I think it's so. It's look, I can critique this episode, and I think the whole babble face stuff is bad. But from here onwards, the emotion is so true and like raw, and it's such an emotional scene. And I love how the companions, like the doctors, the reason why they're all together, but they have their own lives now. You know, they got their own yeah. stuff going on, and he has to take away the one thing he did have, which is. Which is heartbreaking. It's a really heartbreaking it is, and, scene. The, and the, especially what got me is when they cut to him, they cut to Wilfred opening the door after that, and he's like yeah. literally help on the me. floor. Yeah, and he says, "Help me!" It, it's oh, it's so heartbreaking to see yeah. our hero do yeah. that. You know, then that that scene with uh, Sylvia and Wilf, and just the bitterness from Sylvia, it's like fucked. It's like yeah, maybe you should tell her that once in a while. I didn't that's know if that was justified. That's such a great line. Do you not yeah. like that line? No, because I, I kind of feel like Sylvia throughout uh, this story and throughout the series, her arc is kind of her beginning to to um, realize that Donna is something really special. Okay. Um, and I and I kind of feel like in in with the Doctor then kind of going off at her at the end. Granted, maybe he's not fully aware of her arc, her arc's yeah. completion. Um, I just feel like it diminishes that where, how far she has come. And I, I don't like that they're on salty terms, you know? I feel like... I loved they, it, personally, but yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I did, yeah. That's I, fair. I, yeah, I, yeah I, I get what you're saying now, though. I didn't really think of it that way, but um, yeah, I, I get I get what you're saying, but I loved... I just... You don't see it. You don't see stuff like this anymore. Like you don't see the doctor going back to the family and being like, and, and Wilfred is so kind. Like that scene on the doorstep is beautiful. The iconic, the doctor walks out into the rain and he's just getting soaked and he's just standing there. And he's like, you can never tell her. And then that beautiful line, man, like the beautiful line where he's like, I'll look up in the stars and I'll think of you. And he's like, thank you. And he just walks off. Yeah. It's iconic, man. It's iconic it's from a so quite a messy episode. Those scenes are beautiful, like mm. really beautiful. I also, yeah, no, I felt like that Sylvia line also kind of came a little bit out of nowhere. Um, but 
Also, with the with the don- like, we then get to see the Donna, the the Donna. We get to see uh, Donna again. It's kind of heartbreaking that she doesn't recognize the Doctor at all, and Crazy. he goes in to say goodbye. And yeah, there is a deleted scene where when the Doctor teleports away, uh, when the dematerializes, um, uh, she she hears it and she like sort of looks off, like questioning, like, did I, do I recognize that sound? Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, TARDIS dematerializes, and um, yeah, I feel like I feel like the only reason they cut that out is like because like the doctor says anything you tell her will make her yeah. mind burn. It's like oh, well, there you go. And that scene is apparently great, um, Russell and one of the other producers really wanted it to stay in, but Julie Gardner was just like, it doesn't make sense. They should yeah, she it, shouldn't be able to hear it. Classic Julie. I look, I agree with Julie on this one. I just think they're like he did say like, yeah. anything will make her mind. But just quickly though, I remember I watched this YouTube video like years ago. It was like, look at Donna's ring. And it's like, her ring is like reflecting in like, clearly just like a stage light. Yeah. And it's like, reflect. and people were, I remember people on YouTube back in the day, this is like peak YouTube just started. And it was like, that means that the real Donna is coming back because her ring is glowing. It's like, no, it's not. It's just reflecting off something. And you can really tell when you're watching the episode. But that's all I can think of when I see that. I love it. Yeah, I, I didn't YouTube. notice that, but I do remember there being some some theories. Yeah. People saying it was the same as the Master's ring that dropped, and she exactly. was the person that picked it up, and things exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, the rings were um, like all going to connect. Yeah. And then, and then the final scene is yeah, just the Doctor walking around the TARDIS, being a real sad boy, soaking wet. It's, it's great, man. I love I mean, the ending. The it was supposed to end with two Cybermen behind him, but it didn't. But it is what it is. How shit would that have been? Just jarring. I want really, that shit to think about that. You would? You would like that? It makes no sense, but I love it. It make, It's so like you're in the moment and it's emotional and then you just get two Cybermen rise up. It doesn't help that in the um, in the version, in the alternate ending that you see on the DVD, there's no sound effect. They literally no just sound. pop into the frame. It and looks so, it's so kind silly. Of but the other thing know, is, they, um, yeah, because the Doctor's just come in from the rain and in the actual ending, the Doctor's soaking wet, but I noticed... Uh, in the alternate ending, he's not wet at all. He's born dry when he's in the TARDIS. So I don't think they could have used it anyways. That is great when he takes so, off his yeah. jacket. He's just wearing his blue shirt. Yeah. That's I have one more ending. note about the episode. And yes. I feel like it would have helped things. And it would it would uh, mean a lot of restructuring and a lot of reshuffling um, around the episode. But don't you think, with the way that it does end, with uh, Russell seemed pretty uh, set on having... Um, the Metacrisis Doctor leave with Donna. Don't you think it would have been great if maybe Rose was in Donna's position on the on the TARDIS, and that way her and the Metacrisis Doctor actually bond? Because she doesn't get to bond with the the Metacrisis Doctor doesn't do anything, and the only person he talks to is Donna. And so at the end, it's so like one thing to he's not the person you once loved, but the second thing is that she literally... This is like her first proper interaction with this new Doctor. She knows oh, nothing no, like whack. what he's about or anything like that. There was there was also like a lead scene, I believe, where the Doctor gives the Doctor a yeah, TARDIS, TARDIS egg. Yeah, like mm. it gives him like a TARDIS egg. It's like, what the fuck? This makes no sense. It's like a Why branch be... of a TARDIS or something. Literally, it's so weird. You're going to see them in um, Journey because they're like growing in the TARDIS. It's like, what the hell? This makes no sense. Why the hell would you give it to him? He'd be flying around, changing the course of history. It's, it's some dumb. lovely lore. After a great <laughs> Anyways, episode... Anyways, shall we move on? Yeah, come on. It's been so long. Holy shit. I'm not saying I'm not having fun, but holy smokes. Holy smokes. I wonder if people are still listening. Let's move on. Let's to- know on Twitter I'll- at 50Doctor. Let's know. Let's move on to Australia's... 
favourite segment. It's oh, good yeah. for the week. So, do you have any goofs this week, Connor? Because I actually don't. Two. I can't believe it. Go on, it. then. Two. Can you believe it? Hit I, I literally... I have goofs. I haven't had any for weeks. Yeah. Okay, I got two. Number one. I Go don't on. know what it is, but like when, when the Daleks... Um, by the way, that's my chair squeaking in the background in case you're wondering what that is. I don't want people to think it's anything else. Um. Anyway... <laughs> um. There's two. When the Daleks find out where the subwave network is coming from, from Harriet Jones's house in in a stolen Earth, one of the Daleks' eyes isn't on. Like the eye stalk, the blue <laughs> eye is like off, and it switches on, and it's really obvious. I don't know how they yeah. didn't notice that, but I have that written down. That? Aha! Look at you go. I didn't notice it, but um, I I got it on on Tardis Wiki. Apparently, like he says a line with yeah. his eye stalk off. And yeah. at the end of the line, it turns on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's whack. The second one I have is from uh, Journey's End. They chuck Jack into the garbage chute, but they're Daleks. How the fuck did they sh- throw him into it? It's like this meter-tall steel dome, almost, with a lot of junk just in it. just nudged him in. How the hell did Jack get in there? They rolled in. Two goofs. They had... Boom. Hands. Hands on the... They have hands. On how the come they did it? How they did I don't it? Know. Do you think Davros <laughs> threw him in? Probably. I did. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, TARDIS Wikis always helps out with a few more things. Um, so, in the scenes just before Martha teleports, her earpiece appears and disappears in different shots Classic. of the scene. Um, in both parts on the Blu-ray release, the wrong font is used to credit everyone after the title sequence, except the producers for some reason. That's in the right font. I don't know why. Um... There's a boom mic shadow. Booms are all over this season, man. There's a boom mic shadow that can be seen on Jackie's head uh, when discussing about her kid at the end, which is very sweet, by the way. She had Tony. Called a doctor. I love that. Um, When the holding cells get deactivated, everyone reacts except Davros, who doesn't seem to care. He doesn't move. This is because he's most likely a prop in the background so that they don't (laughs) think he actually was in there. Um, It was just like his, his thing. Um, and then the last little thing, I don't know if this was intentional and I think it doesn't work. Um, but Martha smiles and looks at the camera at the end when she's piloting the TARDIS. I did notice that. I, I thought, did notice that. I thought they were going for like a perspective thing and it didn't quite work because it's the only shot that was a perspective thing, like the doctor's perspective. Um, but I think it was like, um, right. she was just, she just spiked the lens. That's what you call it when actor looks in the camera, spike the lens. Yeah, right. Um, I did notice that. Yeah, crazy. Also, did you say... So, you know how uh, Jackie calls her son Tony? Is that a reference to anything or is that just nothing? I don't think so. I think that's just what she called it, yeah. Okay, no worries. Tony oh. Tyler. Tony but, Tyler. But that's Jackie's mum. Jackie's T-T. dad. TT. Anyways, that's everything from TARDIS Wiki. Connor, I think uh, we need to get our phones out. We need to get, oh, get onto course. our socials. Yes. It's time for Australia's... Third favourite segment. Yeah. It's time for Just Twitter Tings. I love the singy thing, by the way, for this. It's really cool. Oh, yeah? I like it a lot. You're a fan? I am. Do you want to read your Twitter ones first? Yeah. Yeah, so on Twitter we have bum 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 bum. We have two on Twitter and I think one on Instagram. So 
from Twitter, we have Vinny saying, Stolen Earth is top tier for me. Great cliffhanger and the episode is just fun and enjoyable to watch. Journey Zen doesn't meet the same standard for me, but it's still but it's still great and Defo works as the why can I talk? But it's still great and Defo works as the closed book for the era. Also, Mickey Smith is a G. He is a G. Just underused we do a little love bit. G. Um, and then my, my mate from uni, um, Daniel Ellis, he's my G, he's my director of photography and kind of just my best mate at the uni. DPG. We, we're currently writing together. Um, what did you say? The DPG. The DPG, that's him. Um, so he said, it was the original Avengers, over the top fun, but still earned with great characters. Also, Donner is phenomenal, but it needs more Wilfred. I agree. We need more fucking Wilfred. Every episode needs more Wilfred, to be fair. Go on, hit us up with, I'm guessing, Dylan on Instagram. He was Dylan. For once, he commented on Instagram and... He threw me a bite and bless his heart. Literally, Vinny said she was going to comment on my Instagram post, but she didn't. She posted on Twitter. So thanks. Thanks, Vinny. I'll have to tell her off for that. Hmm. All right. Star on Earth is a 10 out of 10 episode. Russell manages to merge all of these characters with no problems whatsoever. I love that Martha finally gets a win over Rose. I really like the cliffhanger. Honestly, I went insane when I first saw it. Yeah, I thought that was a lot of people's uh, reaction. And the Daleks mm. actually seem like a real threat. I totally agree. As for Journey's End, well... Let's just say it's a massive step down from part one, but that ending is brilliant. So seven out of 10. I'm sorry. I can't rate the story as a whole. I don't get how you guys do it. I do swear we never used to rate the episodes as a whole. I really stand by that. I really never remember doing If you doing fucking that. go back... Connor, I would have the ratings of two episodes. Yeah, you're not wrong, actually. You know? Shit. I swear we used to do that, though. We <laughs> never did. Dad. And because the thing is for me is like, I know one episode can be better than another, but... Um, and it's where it gets tricky with Doctor Who where they do three-parters where, like, for example, um, Face the Raven, Heaven Sent, and Hellbent are very different episodes but do, in a way, make up a three-part. And those ones are ones where I think it would be good to do them individually because they are... The stories are individual. Um, but um, I think... Because, because those stories have their own climax. Um, and with me, it's, it's a two-parter um, sure, we have a climax if it's a cliffhanger, but we don't have a proper climax and resolution to the story. Um, and so that's why me, I, I kind of want to wait for what that resolution is and stuff before I give my verdict. But I can also see why people would want to review these these episodes individually. Um, that's just sort of my thought process behind it all. Yeah, fair enough. I feel that. I'm back, by mm. the way, on the uh, video cam. Back on the video so good having internet that works so I can actually see you now isn't that weird this is literally the second episode we filmed where my internet isn't fucked because a bloke came and fixed our internet he literally fixed the router and now it's fantastic um by the way thank you so much I want to say quickly to everyone who uh who supports the show and and uh and writes those comments we got quite a lot today for um, our review for next week's episode which is the next doctor we got quite a few actually even Daniel commented uh, Daniel our Daniel Daniel Aid Um, we have three Dans commenting now or should um, I just say? <laughs> should I just say my Daniel? Who's so? There's your uni mate Dan. There's my Dan. Who's the other Dan? Oh, Dan and in the UK, Dan, of course. Yeah, Dan in the UK. Yeah, yeah. so many Dans. Thank you, Dan. Cheers, Dan. We love the you, Dan's. Dan's. The free Dan's. Dan's, yeah, so Dylan's, Vinny. Um, we love you all. Um, I think Gas has commented once. Bless his heart. He, he did. Again, it is. Yeah, it's great. We we do love talking to you guys. Um, it's such a weird thing where like, um. I know, I know, Connor. You're maybe a little bit more personal with some of them, um, but I, I, I obviously, yes. I only sort of talk 
uh, with these lovely people over like Twitter and stuff briefly here and there. Yet sometimes I feel like, uh, I, I guess in a way, Doctor Who kind of brings us together. Um, and, I, yeah. and I do find like a, a friendship here in that, even though we're not, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, yeah. It's a complex know, it's thing, like, but it's, it's, so it's, weird. it's lovely to talk to people. Yeah, like that. legit. It's so weird. Like, I I literally talk to I talk to Vinny and uh, Dylan every day. Like literally every day. Like I love those guys. Like they're like it's so cool. I literally I love saying I got friends in the UK that I met through my podcast. Awesome. I think it's so cool. <laughs> I think it's sick that I get to say that. And you know what? They're just such lovely people, and it's the best thing to yeah. come out of this. I don't know why they deserve it. Whenever they make content, mm. I'm gonna support the fuck out of it because I definitely owe it to them. But um, totally. Thank yeah. you, other one. And there's a few. There's a few homies on Instagram. Uh, I believe one of them is called Shane. I think. I'm sorry if I'm getting names, but uh, there's your uni mate. She likes the photos. I don't know who she is. I literally someone on. I don't think she listens. Oh, tabs. She hates Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Well, she literally <laughs> said. I oh, know she didn't say she like likes our photos. I'm like, who is this? And she was like in perth and i was like we got a fan in perth who i don't know and i was like oh shit and and i was like do you know this guy and you're like yeah i do i was like oh shit i thought we were getting some connections in perth about us ever like <laughs> asking them to watch it but still either way yeah no. i'm glad she supports the show um, it's really sweet of her it's just like yeah it, it, it's lovely uh, what a what a wholesome way to sort of i guess bring together the end of of a big era i know we still have like four episodes to go with this era but um Yes, it is. You know, it's it's the main climax. This is really. Um, I do have so a. Yeah, thank um, you for. Sorry, thank you for sorry. four really quite good seasons, and it's uh, thank you to you, Connor. It's been been great doing Worth it. it. Um, we came up to fifty, so maybe I'll, I'll save any form of soppiness for that. Um, I agree, but yeah. like, uh, yeah, to everyone listening, it, it is really nice. Um, and if you do want to talk to us, and you are listening for the first time. Come at us on Twitter or Instagram at 50Doctor. Sorry for the voice break there. At 50Doctor. Um, and hopefully we'll hear, we'll see you guys next week. Um, but that doesn't mean the show's over yet. <laughs> no, of course not. But wait. There's more. Is there? Dun, dun, dun. Well, oh. we obviously have to do the ratings. We have to sing oh, of the course. song. Of course. Um, and I also wanted to say one last thing. In this week's edition of Finishing Big. Oh no. I forgot about this shithole. Gone. <laughs> Isn't it finishing thing, big and finishing unit first? Unit Extinction is a really great four part uh, series. I think everyone should listen to it. I think it's a great way to get into Big Finish. Um, it's great. Autons invading Earth. It's just like a fucking awesome global shit being blown up. It's a lot of fun. Maybe sometimes some of the soldiers kind of blend into each other and you don't quite know who you're listening to, but the mains are great and it, it's just great. That's big minute, big finish for you. Great, awesome stuff. And I just started the Tempest Doctor Volume Two, um, and I listened to the first episode. And it was really great. It has fucking um, the Doctor Rose and Jackie in it, and it's wow. a lot of fun. Um, maybe Rose's accent slips here and there. Um, and there's a very nice surprise at the end. I've never known um, Big Finish to to lean into the series arc of, of the show. Uh, and they do. And it's cool. Okay, maybe I need to give it very a geese. Cool. And by yeah. that, I won't. But I will maybe one day do it. 
I won't um I won't spoil it. Uh, I'll I'll tell you what it is at the end of the show because if I'd you haven't watched know. it, it Thank is just you. like a nice way to end the show, end the episode. Thank you. Thank um, you. And I wouldn't want to spoil it for anyone. Um, let's do our ratings. I can't believe we don't have a sting for the ratings, but at this point, we're not adding it four seasons in. So <laughs> let's let's give our ratings. First? Connor, you go first. Why do I go? Do I go first? You go first. Okay. All right. Um, you sounded like Poe Dameron in The Force Awakens. Who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. You got it. You actually got it. No shit. That's the shit I was going for. Um. Okay. Wow. Oh, Only Aiden would get that. Thank you, Aiden. Okay. Um. First part, I loved it. I had little to no bad things to say about it. There are some things here and there, but still. Second part, it kind of falls flat on its face. The pacing really drops, and um, some of the character decisions are just are just plain weird. And also, they just don't get much to do. Literally, the whole torture thing getting dropped. Jackie and Mickey not getting anything to do. Rose and the Doctor being reunited and just not doing anything and getting sent back to the parallel world and it's just been like, is what it is. But still, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because I feel like it really bang, deserves bang. it. I, okay, yeah. I, I'm going to just hear Very you nice. say. Yeah. Connor, I would have to... I'm pretty sure I wrote... Pretty sure I know what I wrote. Oh, no. I'm going to give it... No, I'm going to go with 8. I had 8.25 written down, but... I'm going to give it an eight. Chair, Chair, boy. Um, Yeah, I I just, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Like, it's just. Yeah. uh, The second part just drags a lot, you know? It does. Yeah, it's not great. But, yeah, here's what it is. Coming at the end of the season. Oh my God. We got, what, five more episodes to go and that's it. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey. Um, I do have to, as usual. I need to, to count together our scores for the series. Um, All right. You fuck it. Just give us two secs. I need to pay. I need to pay. Just give me two secs. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick with 8.25 for my score for the episode just because I already have my score pre-calculated for, for, the, for the season. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I can't be fucked redoing the calculation for it all. Um, so I'm just going to stick with 8.25. Um, I'm not really that butthurt about it, to be honest. Um but uh, we'll be back shortly to announce these these amazing figures as I quickly calculate Connor's figures. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is going to be interesting. I feel like I didn't like this so, season as much as I thought, so go on. Well, throughout the entire series, you know, I, I really d- didn't like it, to be honest. Um, it was just fine until we kind of got up to... Yeah. up to Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead. And then from there, I, I pretty much loved it the whole way through and I scored pretty high. Um, and I really scored high on those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were kind of pretty enjoying it, just maybe not as high as mine for the majority of the episode from... Oh, dear. Um, okay. All well, right. that's, that's the vibe I got, at least. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you seem to enjoy yeah. episodes more than I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and so it's interesting. Connor and I have been keeping score. Connor... Are you ready? I'm ready. What do you think? What do you think your final score is going to be? Is this out of 100? Uh, out of 10. Okay, for the whole season. Shit, I'm... I, oh, shit. Maybe maybe it's just past 7, I think. you want to put a, a specific numero uno on it? Okay, I'm probably going to go for about a 7.2. Interesting. Um... Or okay. one. Let, let's do yours. Are you ready? Uh, Aiden, add in a drum roll. Ooh. 
And Connor, your final score for Series 4 is... Yeah. Seven point four. Oh, okay. Okay. Technically, it was seven point three, seven point uh, three six, which I rounded up to seven point four because that's how math works. Um. Uh, I didn't. I don't have the the very individual numerators for mine. Um, I just have seven point something, whatever I rounded up to, because I did the calculations for it. Um, a few days ago. Interesting. Um, kind of, what do you think my score could be? Okay, so it's going to be lower. I'm probably going to go for a 6.9 or a 6.8. Well, Connor, you would not fucking believe it. What? My final score, rounded to the nearest point, is 7.4. What? Oh my god, that's fucking crazy, right? What? Wait, what? Me and you both... Have the final score of seven point four. <laughs> we both, we both scored. We were probably off in like the the deep down decimal points and stuff. Right. But rounded to the nearest uh, one decimal, we both scored the series seven point four. Wow, that's weird. Because I feel like, oh no, I guess not. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think about the scores we both gave, but like, I guess you're kind of right. Yeah. Shit. Wow. Like, so I, I have a system on here, dude, where um, anything from seven up, uh, I, I put in green. Uh-huh. Uh, anything between, any any score between 6.5 um, and I think 5.5, um, I put in a yellow because it's like, it's edgy. Okay. Um, and then, oh no, I think in, until 5.5, I do it yellow. And then from five down, I put in red. Um, and looking at this, we have the same amount actually of of greens, yellows, and reds. Just right. they're just different episodes. All of them are. Um, yeah, insane. I okay, yeah, legit. I, you know what's really again? I I said it before. I really do think that you really love this season. I guess you know what you're just gagging for that damn Moffat era. God damn it, you're about to get it. <laughs> No, I, I just think I just think the the early episodes of this series just felt very like standard. You know, they yeah, didn't they didn't offer too much new stuff, other than maybe that the end of Pfizer Pompeii and Planet of the Ud and, and that. Um, but the other ones just like Sontaran Experiment, which is like boys shooting the shit in in England. You know, same with Partners in Crime, Doctor's Daughter. Doctor's Daughter I liked a bit more. Unicorn on the Wasp was a bit of a drag, and Gareth Roberts is a fuckhead, and you know how it is. <laughs> I do. Wow, interesting. <laughs> Holy shit, I can't believe that. <laughs> that's it, it though that's series four dude so hang on a minute what about the specials then because if you're going to calculate them together are we just going to calculate the specials yeah i'll just do the specials as their okay. own their okay. own thing but they'll be listed differently on spotify yeah. we get it you get it folks mm. the specials is like a weird one though because there's only like four episodes so even if if one of the episodes is shit then it really fucks up um yeah, and a lot of them the, aren't great. The, the only good one, the only great one, is Wars of Mars. In my yeah, I agree. opinion of, of, of almost this is from memory, but I can already tell I'm not going to like them much. But still, we'll keep Dreamland in there for the memes. Yeah, gone. <laughs> it might it might push up the score. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, Connor. We have reached the two fucking hour mark. I know this is. By far the longest episode we've ever done. I mm-hmm. think it's a just episode to do it on. 
Uh, but let, let's call it there, shall we? Shall we wrap things up? Shall we sing our song? Of course, mate. Let me just grab the ruler, which I found today. I found mm. it. I don't know why I put it up here, but I found it. It's been a while since I've actually used the ruler, but here we go. Mm. It's literally got 50% Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. It, like so. I said, follow us at 50Doctor. Connor's ruler says the 50% Doctor Who podcast on it. That's great. Did I say at 50 Twitter? At 50Doctor on Twitter? I don't know what I said. And on Instagram. Connor, take Stir- it away, baby. You ready, Aiden? You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. And a one, and a two, and a skiddly diddly do. It's Aiden's and Connor's podcast. They're doing Doctor Who reviews. Doing Doctor Who reviews. Doctor Who.